1: Everybody and welcome to Trophy Wars. This is episode 526. I'm your host, Chucky Mick. Alongside with me, the man, the myth, the legend, it's Alex.
0: Speaking of someone who doesn't deserve the Platinum Trophy in Mortal Kombat 11...
1: <laughs> uh, we do have Yield this week, as he is taking the week off to watch the pay-per-view. But we have the lover of this sound... <laughs> Joseph Priestley. How you doing, sir?
2: It's okay, Tricky, because guess what? Fuck the Rangers, because they lost today.
1: <sighs>
2: yeah. You you, you want to go there? Uh, I'm going there, sir. You want to use the you...
1: check my social media? <laughs> is, is How
2: that, did it feel is that... to lose today?
1: I didn't mind at all. Series I'm pretty is, sure. Is series now.
0: Two to one. Okay, well, first of all, if you're a true fan, yeah, losing pisses you off, because you never want to lose a game. It's tricky, are you a true Rangers fan?
1: I am a true Rangers fan. Uh, the, the, it was a very, very, very good game. Uh, the final score was three to two, and the first four goals of the game were all made on play, the power yeah. play. One even straight goal. Yeah, it was a nice goal and the, too. And and the last even and the the goal that put the, the gave the lightning the win actually came in the last minute of the third period. So the Rangers played a good game. They got unlucky at the end. Uh, as a Rangers fan, I know, like you know, t- you know, fans often you know criticize the referees, but I think there was a lot of soft calls in the third period. Yeah, on both uh, sides, dude, and there was a lot of soft calls. Oh, yeah, during, yeah. I'm not. I'm not in, saying. Games, I'm not. I'm not saying against the Rangers. I'm saying there was a lot of soft calls on both sides. Uh, there was one particular call where the Rangers were uh, called for goaltender interference in which I think our guy was pushed into the goalie. But, hey, they made two calls on the other side. Okay, I understand that. The tripping call at the end on uh, Mika I think was uh, a bad call. Uh,
2: no, he tripped that dude. He was on a breakaway, and he stopped him from scoring. So that's, no, that's going to get called
1: I, every time, dude. Every I, time. I know, but, it, but the, what they were letting go for the length of the game to call that at that moment I think was a little weak.
0: You know, I, I'm seeing a pattern here. And, Joe, you can back me up on this if you see the same thing. <laughs> Tricky only compa- complains about the re- the officiating, whether it be from the home office or from the refs on the rink, when the Rangers lose. He never talks about officiating how bad it is when the Rangers win.
2: Yeah, I definitely Joe, I definitely see that pattern, Alex.
1: Joe, no Joe, no trolling, okay? And I expect you to be honest and be straightforward here. When it comes to the Rangers... Are they not hated by the Home Office? Bro, they're hated by everybody.
2: Nobody ever okay. wants to see that. It's they're like a they're like a Canadian team. Like the NHL it, doesn't want to see I, them win anything.
1: Every single official review that has gone to Toronto or New York, and that's where the people that make the call. Like uh, if you watch football, you know when they do a, a you know a replay uh, review, it it's the referees on the on the field that look at the play and they make the determination. When in hockey, it goes to Toronto or New York, wherever the home office is uh, operating out of that day. And those people make the call, and then they tell the referees what to call on the ice. Every single call in the playoffs that the Rangers have had go uh, for official review has gone against the Rangers, even ones that were legitimately like bullshit. And everybody, even the other team was like, yeah, that call was bullshit. Every single call from the home office went against the Rangers. Hey, sometimes that's going to happen to you, unfortunately. So, uh, as I'm looking now, uh, Alex, you never updated the trophies, did you?
0: Uh, well, Yield's not here, and he usually does that, so yeah, I, I just I didn't think, it to I didn't think about it.
1: Well, I assigned it to you, sir. No, you didn't. You never up. said update to, the trophies. If I,
2: if I have to read mine on air, I can. I have mine brought
0: up, so. Wait a minute. Hold on. Is this is this school where you giving me homework? Did you?
1: Well, you know, if you actually opened up the agenda, you would see that it was assigned to you.
0: I assure you that I definitely did not open up the agenda because that's never been discussed before. We didn't know that there was assignments on the agenda that you were assigning things to, like people. If, if, like I didn't. If I knew that there was like some kind of thing, like a to do list, like a chore list that I had to do, I would open it a lot more. But this was un, was not discussed prior. This is you're bringing this up right now. You're trying to make me look bad in front of the, fa- the, oh, the listeners, because, and I assure no, you, I-, I can make myself look bad enough. You look bad enough because you never open the agenda
1: unless you're hosted.
0: Uh, Okay, I can still... You read the entire article here on the show. Also, I I also don't talk out of my ass most of the time, so I usually give a very well-informed opinion on the things that we talk about.
1: All right, well, keep vamping as I'm trying to update this now.
0: Oh, now you're giving me more homework, Tricky, you son of a bitch. Look, I graduated from school a long time ago. How how about you and
1: Joe talk about the bullshit promotion... Called AEW. Why I update the trophy? Look,
0: here's the thing. This isn't a wrestling podcast. Yes, we said there is some crossover between our listeners, but this is not a wrestling podcast. People come here for the hard hitting PlayStation. Well, they come here for our uh, our opinions and our take on things because also the anecdotes, like you know, Tricky put his feet to the toilet. Uh, that's what they come here for. <laughs> they don't come here for you know just here's your news update. Like, sure, they I'm sure they enjoy that, but they want to know how we feel about that stuff. So. I feel so great.
2: I, I feel great about AEW. I mean, it's a great promotion.
0: I have I have my complaints, but you know, overall, like, I there's definitely better than WWE. Like their 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 wrestling, uh, their shows are more entertaining and better quality than WWE. I would say the wrestling's
2: never been the problem in my WWE watching. The wrestling is not the problem. It's not the wrestling. It's the stories behind the wrestling matches that are the problem
0: with WWE. They just don't care anymore. They haven't
2: since the network
0: honestly they they are better and more traditionally cha- trained like more classically trained so you, you know stuff like that but you look at someone like almost and yes there is bad wrestling in WWE so i mean it's not all it's not all over the place but like just there's really bad wrestling in
2: AEW too like i wouldn't there say is. like i wouldn't say like that's not something i can say goes one way or one one way or the other it goes both ways i, I just think AEW does a better job at telling longer stories and stories i give a shit about and not also, like having their championship on both their championships on one
0: guy, which makes absolutely no fucking sense. Well, they they also you know are e- entertaining instead of being boring as hell because WWE is boring as hell.
1: Yeah, and I, I said this last night on the the Lutz Gang's podcast. Uh, it it really bothers me that AEW like as much credit as everybody gives them, they only get success as their. Reference in WWE, even like the 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 MJF promo that they just that just happened, that only really ha- gets any press because of how hard he went into how Tony Khan is refer- you know bringing in all the WWE guys and now all those guys are making more money than MJF. I firmly believe MJF should be getting paid more. I don't know how much he's getting paid, but he's definitely good on the mic, very comparable to CM Punk, um, but. It's, it I, I it seems to me that anytime I see an AD, AEW highlight it's solely when they were referencing WWE in some way. And if and if you can't stand on your own two feet without having to reference another company,
0: then Here.
1: It, 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 it diminishes your work, in my opinion.
0: Here's the thing. Uh, the Wardlow-MJF storyline did not include anything about WWE. And, of course, CM Punk and MJF. Like, MJF they're you know he's teasing going to WWE because he's trying to build heat as a heel. He's doing it magnificently. And you have CM Punk who came from WWE hated it there. And yes, of course they're going to it's going to come up, naturally going to bubble up in their conversation in their promos. But MJF and Wardlow was not about WWE at all. And that was one of the no, best but- programs of the last. That's better than the Brock and Roman program. Name me a better program in wrestling uh, from WWE than CM Punk versus MJF or MJF versus Wardlow. You can't. Nowadays? You can't yeah. because all the WWE programs are fucking garbage. The lead up to Brock and Roman was probably the best thing they've done. Well, maybe Bianca and 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 Becky. Uh, maybe that one was better. But like you get to the match, actually for Roman and Brock, and it's awful. Like it's it's a, a by numbers Brock match, and he's so fucking boring. I if you want to do promos and you want to do just like wrestling entertainment, like on a normal SmackDown or Raw, like you know, smash stuff, that's great. He gets in the ring. I don't give a shit because it's awful. Like, he can do the moves, but he does, like, five moves, and you know exactly how the match is going to go.
1: Listen, I, I don't want to defend this year's WrestleMania because I, I I will agree that it should not have been Brock and Roman. But that match was not as good as it could have been because they both got injured halfway through the match.
0: Well, Also, the Bobby Lashley-Brock-Lesnar match at Royal Rumble was not as good as it could have been it, because it's a Brock match. They do the same things. So, you know what? You're back. You're I, done vamping. I, I put this I, put this at the end of the show. Don't don't make people sit here and you know people who don't want to listen to wrestling listen to this talk. Um, but let's get let's get back to PlayStation.
1: Well, I just finished the trophies. I am level six hundred a two total trophies of sixteen thousand seven hundred twenty nine with three hundred seventy two platinums. Alex.
0: Yeah, still didn't open the agenda.
1: You got me, homie. Yeah. Oh my God! Look, really? you told me even to vamp. I, and I was I focusing on that. You, you could have vamped and did that high, brought up your trophies. You're level 457, total trophies of 7,932 with 124 platinums. Sir Yield is Sir, 400, I will have to level 473, total trophies of 8,477 with 152 platinums. I think he got another one. Sid is level 602, total trophies of 12,599 with 288 platinums. And Joe? I am a level four thirty-eight with a total
2: trophy count of seven thousand ninety-two with a total platinum count of twenty eight.
0: Tricky,
1: did you do the one twenty four and one twenty
0: three? No, I did not, and I'm not doing it. Oh for Alex, we have 124 platinums in 123 games. Also, I will defend myself because when I was focused on wrestling talk with you guys, my friends, and I've got a delicious boba tea I'm drinking, and I've got a jar of peanut butter I'm snacking on. I got way too much going on over here to be worried about opening some agenda, (laughs) tricky made. Yeah,
1: for the record, I made this week's agenda because, you know, Alex can't be trusted with him.
0: Yeah, Alex just stays up till 2 o'clock in the morning editing podcasts for our, our listeners. And, and Joe?
1: Joe? I'm there, yeah. You, say, you said you're rolling a total trophy count. No, I didn't. I've got it right off my PlayStation. It's accurate. And, and what'd you say?
2: what I say? I'm a level yeah. 438. Right. I have a total trophy count of 7,092 trophies. And a total platinum account of 28.
1: 7,092 trophies? Yes. Then why is your account say 9,064? I don't know. Oh, I'm an idiot. I read <laughs> I read my bronzes. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's 9, you know 000, It's 9,064. I'm fired.
1: Yes, you are fired. <laughs>
0: Jesus, I, I gave you a, a chance <laughs> to redeem yourself, too. Uh, that's too great. You can't fire me. I don't work in this van.
1: Uh, all right, so uh, let's do a little housekeeping here. Uh, I'm gonna bring down the house for a second because I want to have a heart-to-heart conversation with you guys. Uh, because I think one of the important things uh, with this show is that you guys don't. You know, the truth is, you guys don't come to us for the news. You come to hear us talk. You hear. You know, you want to know what's going on in our lives and whatnot. Uh, So, uh, let's get the sad news out of the way. Uh, After last week's recording uh, on Memorial Day, uh, unfortunately, I suffered a loss in my family. My dog, Bella, uh, passed away suddenly. Uh, We were told she had some health problems. Um, She was actually born with two defects uh, in her heart, on each side of her heart. And from what the vet told me, that... Uh, pit bulls that have that kind of defect in their hearts, they normally don't last past two years, uh, Bella actually made it to three days before her 10th birthday, um, and then, uh, you know, the vet told me that, you know, at the time that I would ha- expect to have her from anywhere from 9 to 16 more months, but to, you know, not really focus on that because she's already beaten the odds so she's already doing much better than she ever anticipated or they ever would have anticipated and then uh, on Monday um, I went to go see the goddess and within 10-20 minutes of me being there uh, Bella's heart just gave out and she passed away in the goddess's arms so it sucks Um, I've had a very rough week Uh, it's not something that like i ever thought i'd be this emotional about um i know losing pets is a uh a big thing in people's lives and whatnot but um i haven't lost a pet in probably like 30 years and i never thought it would hit me the way it has and there's been a couple times uh i've been tearing up i've been crying uh I still find myself reaching over to pet her because she was sat on the couch next to me, only to realize she's not there. Um, so, if you guys haven't heard from me in the last week or whatnot, or you don't hear from me in the in you know in the upcoming weeks, I'm still trying to process this. This is much harder than I ever thought it was going to be. So. Um, yeah. That's what's going on in my life.
0: Yeah, I mean, that makes complete sense. I, I'm a pet owner myself. I have a one dog. And, well, we have a dog and two cats. And honestly, you know, that day, whenever it happens for, for our pet, it's the day, honestly, I dread the most. Like, not even my own. It's the pets. Um, because, you know, you think about it, like, the cats sleep next to us on the bed. Athena always sits her, you know in one of our laps when we're watching TV. Like, they are, you know, you don't... You, you know you think we go like our, our human friends like oh our best friend blah 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 but like really our our pets our animals are you know like for a lot of us they're like kids and they're like our best friends because they're always there and they always show you the love they need that you need so I I I mean it hit me hard because tricky called me when I was at work and and the goddess was there too and it was it's rough to hear because you know it, Tricky discusses with us and, and Bella's, you know, the time that she had left and, you know, it, it's never enough time. Like any time you spend with somebody's never going to be, it could be like 70 years or two years and it's never going to be enough time at the end. You know, let's be honest with that. Uh, but it hit me particularly hard because, you know, we'd all come to know Bella through pictures and video. And also like as a dog owner myself, as a pet owner, you know, a pet, an animal lover. It's just a rough thing to hear that somebody has to go through that because, you know, at some point you've either been through yourself or you're going to have to go through it. And so it uh it hit me, you know, particularly hard as well. Uh, not, not as you know, nearly as hard as it hit Tricky and the Goddess. But it was, it was awful to get that phone call because you, you would hope that Bella would have as much time as possible left, and she just unfortunately ran out.
1: Yeah, I, I it, it's. I don't know if ironic is the right word, but it's you know, I had talked to you guys the day before. Uh, you know, telling you everything that's going on, Bella and whatnot, and just, uh, you know, she was so full of life, and even the drive to Connecticut, she was perched up on, in the, she always had her back feet on the, the back seat, and she had her front paws on the center console, because anytime we drive, she was always looking out, like, she was on guard duty, just to make sure, checking out everything, she was so full of life, and then, we went into the goddess's apartment, and, She just gave out. It's like she waited until she saw the goddess one last time before, you know, it was okay for her to go. And, you know, just to touch more and, you know, Joe, I'll give you the floor if you want to say anything. It's it's one of those things where you never realize, like, I, I, I find myself feeling guilty because I think I took Bella for granted. Like, she was always there. And you know, as much as I love her, and you know, she would annoy me. Or we were sitting on the couch. She would put her face right in front of my face, saying, "Hey, you haven't showed me attention. Show me some love." And and then I'd pet her, and then she'd go lay down. You know, you. you I think a lot of pet owners take for granted that their pets are there, and then when that pet's not there for whatever reason, it it just like it was it was a shock to my system, and it still is like even as i'm recording my foot is sitting underneath her bed that i got for her so when i'm streaming or on podcasting she was always right next to me and just you know not feeling her weight on my foot right now is like it's very telling so
0: i i think we you know regardless who it is in life we all tend to get used to people being there and then one day they're not because it happens with everybody um, family members friends pets like it's I, I don't think it's that we specifically take pets for granted I think we take to a degree everybody for granted because you just get used to having people there yeah.
1: Joe uh do you want to say anything
2: I'm so sorry for your loss, man like um i my dog got hit by a car on my 25th birthday so that's how i found out my dog died um so it's 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 a it's it's a very hard thing to lose a pet especially when you don't plan on losing it when you when it comes that sudden and um man my heart goes out to you tricky because it's difficult to deal with loss and i feel like the older we get like the more loss we deal with whether it's pets celebrities family members it's it's just it's crazy it's it's just crazy to watch all the people that you care about just like kind of like fall fall by the wayside around you as you just get older and older and, and it's just how life works unfortunately and it's it's it sucks it sucks man
1: all right, uh, so let's let's get off the sad news and move on to some good news here. Uh, the, another announcement I want to make is that uh, a friend of the show, Rochelle Hins, uh, announced on Facebook that she is going to be the host of the Xbox and Bethesda pre-show, which I'm. It that's not the official name of it. I'm trying to find it right now, um, but it's part of the summer game fest. Um, it will be, <coughs> excuse me, next Sunday or this Sunday as you listen to this. It's going to start at, uh, 1 p.m. Yeah, 1 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time. Uh, if you're in the UK, it's going to start at 6 p.m. Uh, friends, uh, if you listen to this in Australia, you need to be up at 3 a.m. Uh, that's all your time that I'm saying this. And hopefully, uh, I talked to Alex. Hopefully, uh, we're gonna get the kinks out and we're gonna be able to live stream this as we did the PlayStation um, state of play uh, but I don't know if that's official yet so don't mark you know you know don't take it for uh, for gospel right now but uh, I think me and Alex are gonna jump on and you know show our support for Rochelle who it's awesome that she's able to do this and we're gonna be live streaming it
0: yeah, she'll do a great job. You you all have heard her on the show here uh, a few times, but I think she'll she'll knock it out of the park.
1: And there was one more thing I wanted to announce. Oh, that's the other thing I wanted to announce. The I think the um, biggest announcement, well not biggest announcement. I'm I'm fumbling over my words right now cuz I'm still uh thinking about Bella and I'm sorry. Um Alex, do you happen to know what today is? It is Helena
0: Cell Sunday. <laughs>
1: oh. Okay, let me give you a a clue. It is a very important day in Trophy Horse history.
0: Is it the anniversary of the start of Trophy Horse? No. Is it the anniversary that I came on Trophy Horse? No. Is it the anniversary that Yield came on Trophy Horse? No. Oh, it's got to be Joe's 10th time on Trophy Horse. Negative. Well, I'm out. Uh, Today, as
1: we record, is the six-year anniversary that we got the letter from Sid.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, I guess I should have known that because you shared it. uh, It was an anniversary. You shared it on Facebook. Yep.
1: Six years ago today, as we record, is when we woke up to receive the email from Sid.
0: Man, if that doesn't show you how fast time goes, I don't know what will because it's... It doesn't seem that long ago, but, man, it was. was, That's the same same thing Sid said. It was like, wow, time flies. Yeah, it, uh... Cause that was, um, that was before I even, even got, uh, I, my, my house was still under construction. That's before I even ever had Athena. So, yeah. So, uh,
1: yeah. All right. So let's get into the show proper. Uh, now that we're done with a little housekeeping, uh, Joe, let's start with you. What have you been playing, sir?
2: Oh, a lot of different things. Um, NHL 20. I've been playing that I've Been playing career mode on that. I'm enjoying it a lot. Also been playing playoff mode. Just messing around. Just playing a little bit of hockey. I'm thinking of getting uh, NHL 22. I think it's still on sale, and if it's not, I think I might just pay full price for it, honestly, because um, I'm just jonesing to play some hockey right now.
1: Is that because you can't watch your shitty-ass Devils?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I'd rather watch the Rangers lose. So No, I wouldn't rather. I'd rather watch my team win. But, no, uh, no. I mean, I've been playing uh, MLB The Show 22. That game's absolutely phenomenal. Right. anybody who doesn't have it, Definitely pick it up if you're a baseball fan. It's really good. It also helps that my team just split a series. Well, it was about. Oh no, maybe they won't split the series. Uh oh.
1: <laughs> Mets
2: <laughs> loses. Nah, it's bottom of the ninth and it's four three. Mets are, win- right, Mets are, are winning. Mets are winning four three. I guess you, you uh, know what Mets stands for, right? My entire team sucks. Yeah, I've heard it. Yeah, I've heard uh, it, yeah. heard it all. Must end the season. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, if we end it now, we're in first place, so we'll make the playoffs. So I'm, I'm fine with that. We'll see you guys in the World Series, Tricky. That's that's all I want. I want. A- yeah, I, I, I was
1: gonna say. Uh, do you want another Subway Series? Since last time yes, you got I swept. Yes, I do.
2: Yes, I do. No, we didn't. We lost in five games. You lo- you got swept. We lost in five games. You got swept. We lost in five games.
1: I'm gonna look it up.
2: Okay. Lost in five games.
1: Subway Series. I can't type today. Uh. In the. While well, he looks
2: that up, I'll keep talking about what I've been playing. So, yeah, MLB, the show's really cool. Uh, Alex, do you play baseball games at all or anything like that? Any sports games?
0: No, not really, though. I think the last baseball game that I played was NHL, or uh, MLB Slugfest, the old Midway oh, arcade games. Those games
2: are amazing. Yeah. I wish they would bring those back. NHL I, Hits I, was
0: a ton of fun as well, so if we well, want to go to the yeah. hockey side, Midway had that covered as well.
2: NFL Blitz?
0: or No, Hits, NFL Hits, or NFL Street? NFL Street was really good, too. Yeah. Okay, I,
1: think I stand corrected. Joe was right. I know I was right. We won game two and you guys
2: beat us after that. You guys swept us after that. It was a very hard fought series, too. It's the only series where any team has lost you guys by only one run in every single game that they lost you in a World Series. Did you know that? A so, uh, little bit of trivia not, for you.
1: I did not know that.
2: Did you know we were winning most of those games, too? And then we lost them late.
1: Yeah. Uh, game one, you guys lost four to three. Yep. Late. Yeah, uh, game two, Yankees won six to five. Yep. Game three, the Mets won four to two. Yep. And games four, Yankees won three to two, and game five, uh, Yankees won four to
2: two. Oh, okay. You did beat us by more than one run one of the games, but yeah, that was a very close series. It was a very good well, series. Two, two games. Very, very good game. Very good series. no. no. I apologize. That's one
1: Mets game. One. won one one game by two more by two runs. Yankees won one game by two runs.
2: Did we win by two runs in one game? What game? What game uh, game three. Game, game. The only game we won. <laughs> yeah, game three. Yeah, played like sh- we played like shit in that series. Honestly. Same as same as the uh the 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 um, the Kansas City series played like shit in that World Series too. But anyway, uh, MLB the that- show is really really good. Um, I've been playing Road to the Show. And my guy just finished his second season on the, uh, the devil, not devil Rays, the Rays now. Cause, um, and I'm up for like trade next year. So I'll probably try to get myself traded to the Mets or maybe even go to the Yankees. Who knows? I like winning. So go, go where the best team is, but uh, man, your Yankees are killing it right now. Tricky 39 and they, 15 yeah. right now.
1: They pretty are
2: pretty damn good. I think we're. If we win today, we'll be 38-19, and 19. so right behind you, right behind you, but still playing really well, still playing better than I ever thought we would, especially with our two best pitchers out, but who wants to really talk sports? Let's keep talking about video games. Um, I've been playing Hyrule Warriors because I play that game like every week, and I just got to level 178 with Link, so he's my highest level character, and I have like about 300 hours in that game, almost 400. I think, I think I'm about to hit 400, like we'll probably hit 400 today um you're not talking about age of calamity you're talking about the first one right the first one yeah definitive edition the one that like takes like a thousand hours to a hundred percent yeah give or take a thousand hours <laughs> when the completionist beat it he beat it in like a thousand like i think it was like a 1, thousand hundred hours so wait why why not age of calamity did you not like age of calamity I beat it, but I uh, I really had no desire to go back and get everything else done in it. I didn't really like the characters as much as I like the characters from this one, because it's like everybody. It's like Tingle and all the other cool characters from the series, and Midna, and all this. Like, I liked the way this one kind of like pans out better character-wise compared to the um, <clears throat> Age of Calamity, because you really only get to play with people from the Breath of the Wild series, for the most part. Unless you buy the DLC. You get a few DLC characters, cool DLC characters, but... And I won't spoil what they are, because they're pretty cool. So for anybody who wants to play the game. Uh, and I'm super excited for um, Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes, which comes out at the end of this month. Which is probably all I'll be playing all summer. Because that one has, like, 18 playable characters. So it's going to be really good. I'm excited. And uh, Alex, did you see the Pokemon trailer?
0: So I have not watched the trailer for Scarlet and Violet. I did see the new some of the new Pokemon, including Lechonk. The yeah, adorable man. pig, and then I saw I saw all of them. One of they showed one of them's like a a palmy, like a little cat. It looks like, and yeah, you've got man. an avocado Pokemon. Yeah. It seems like, this... which is gonna be uh, gonna be funny, like the food based Pokemon, like Vanillaite, and um, oh, I can't remember the cake from Galar. But uh, they're always it's always uh, funny to see them kind of step away from the more humanoid ones or the more animal based ones. The, I mean they gotta like, be running out of animals at this point, right? It's true. I am going to have trouble picking a starter because I do like all the starters. Sprigatito, oh. Quaxley, and uh, Fui Coco. I like oh. all of them. It's going to come down to what they're, as always, a lot of times it comes down to what their final evolution looks like. But, know, uh, I'm going Quaxly. I want, yeah, I mean, want Quaxley. I, I tend to go with the water types. I went with Sobble last game, but uh, the legendaries, I like the look of these legendaries. They look like dragons. Like very very odd looking dragons, but they look cool. Uh, so I think I'm gonna go with violets because I like the the violet legendary better.
2: But you, John, uh, I'm gonna go scarlet. My favorite color is red, so it's as close as you're gonna get to red. Well, so. well, there you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna go red. Um, I'm really excited. Uh, they they announced some other news about the games, uh, particularly that the catching mechanic will go back to the original catching mechanic. It will not be the catching mechanic from uh, Arceus.
0: So you oh. will have to, you will
2: have to battle Pokemon to catch them. But it does not mean the mechanic won't play out the same way. It just means you have to battle them this time.
0: Uh, I I'd heard a lot of positivity because I never played Arceus Legends, but I it seemed like the people who played that game really enjoyed that catching mechanic. And you to haven't me, picked like, that game up yet. No, and I'm not going to.
2: I really think you should get it, like because there's just so much to do in that game. It's it, it's more it's it's very Alex ass game, like 100%. Like, it's. It's very cool. You should definitely play it. If you've never played it, I think there's a demo you can play on the eShop. I think there is. If there's if there's not, I'd wait for a sale, but I would definitely pick the game up. It's 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 really fun. Especially yeah. because like the main mechanic is not just battling anymore.
0: It's catching and exploration, which I think is
2: a really cool like twist on Pokemon, honestly.
0: Which honestly sounds more enticing than like the traditional Pokemon formula of get into a battle with a Pokemon like you got to you know Encounter him, go into the screen, and like I, I wish they would keep the catch catching mechanic from Arceus. I think that's going to catch get him a little bit of flack for not keeping that because I don't want to. I don't know. I just the old style Pokemon games they need to change, which is I why just, Arceus they- was such a like a breath of fresh air. So I, I like <sighs> having to just constantly catch Pokemon or do like really. Let's be honest, the Pokemon battles aren't fun. At least I don't find them fun. So
2: I mean, they're too easy. That's that's they, my only problem. I don't. I don't. I don't think that they're not fun. They're just too easy. Like I, I liked Sun and Moon because I would sit there and like level all my guys up to a hundred with all the candies and do all this other stuff and try to catch everybody. Like I really liked that game because there was just so much to do, not because it like did anything revolutionary with Pokemon. I just thought it was it was a fun game and a game I like to sink a lot of time into. I actually haven't played um, Snap yet, but I've I've heard you talk about it a bunch of times on the show and how much like time you put into it and energy and. You said it wasn't a slouch of a game to finish. You said it was actually pretty, like, intense to finish, So Yeah,
0: I mean, I... So, I really enjoy photography. I used to, you know... Not recently, but I used to... I have, like, a nice camera that my dad got me for Christmas years back. And I would take it, like, just downtown Louisville and just take pictures of downtown Louisville. And it's just something, like, I would like to do, you know, a way to spend my time And Honestly, for me, Pokemon Snap, I love that game because it was a... I, I, I got really kind of burnt out on Pokemon Sword and Shield, and it was a game that I could still be within the Pokemon universe, but it was completely different. It wasn't like, oh, do these, to me, unfun battles. Oh, catch 400 Pokemon. Oh, this one broke out. You got to try to catch it 60 more times. Like, (laughs) So it was just kind of like something different but still within the Pokemon universe, so I loved it. The one knock I will have for Pokemon Snap, because the one thing that's cool about that game is – it's not just about scoring the best on the uh, the photos you can. There's also puzzle elements to it. You got to do certain things within the level to get Pokemon to act a certain way, so you can get a certain photograph, or to you know get certain Pokemon to show up in a level. You have to kind of do some kind of puzzle element. You know, do this step, do this step. So figuring all that stuff out is really cool. I think they went kind of overboard. Like, so the first Pokemon Snap, you could get like it was like the blockbuster rental. You go rent it from Blockbuster, play it for the weekend, and then return it. It was over really quick. This one I think they went way too far in the other direction to where there are so many unique pictures you can take of the Pokemon that it took me hundreds of hours to do it. And honestly by the end of it I just was kind of um, a little sick of it. So I think that they're they, so each Pokemon you take like a one star photo, two star photo a three star photo or four star photo and that's for all the Pokemon. So there's over 800 different unique photos when you consider that there are over 200 Pokemon. And that takes a while and it's um some of the really well hidden which makes a nice puzzle element to it but also like i think that if they cut it down to three different photos and by the way the stars have nothing to do with quality they're basically a pose so when a a pokemon is in a certain type of pose Mm -hmm. like one pokemon may jump out of uh one of the boss pokemon may take may like jump out of water and do like a spinning like whirling tornado in the air that may be a three or four star um whereas just taking a picture of the pokemon out in the wild is a one star so uh I think they really would have helped themselves by just doing, like, one-star, two-star, three-star instead of having four-stars for all of them because that just gets to be too much picture-taking. So the mechanics of the game and the, the you know, they picked, you know, a lot of really cool Pokemon. I, I, I love the scenery, and I love the mechanics of the game. I just I think it gets a little old having to get through if you're going to 100%, 100% complete everything and get all the photos. But um, but otherwise, yeah, I, it's a phenomenal game. I love it. So
2: No, that's so, but, awesome. but just
0: but just getting through the story you're not going to have to go through all that you can you can certainly do less to get to the end so
2: no but uh, you know that's the thing that drags me into Nintendo games like i always feel like because Nintendo has to have like a arbitrary like trophy well they don't have a trophy system i feel like when you're trying to 100% a Nintendo game it just feels different than a PlayStation game cuz you got to do like everything it's not just like what they tell you to beat it to get like a platinum or whatever so, I feel like I try harder to finish my Nintendo games just because i I feel like there's just a the way we used to play Nintendo games, and I still do to this day. like i don't I don't feel that way about PlayStation games in general as much as I do
0: with my um my Nintendo games, honestly, yeah, I mean, for me personally, I like the aspect of Nintendo games where they don't have the trophies tied to it because you play a game as long as you want to play it and then you can just be done. Like it's all based on the in-game gameplay as opposed to, well, I gotta go. Now that I've beaten the game, uh, I gotta go finish the trophy list. Sometimes I enjoy doing that. Other times, it's just nice to have a Nintendo game where that's not tied in. So I do definitely appreciate that. It I, I stop playing to the point that I want to stop playing. And
2: I think that's I think that's a good a breath of fresh air sometimes in the gaming in in the gaming industry because I feel like sometimes you just want to play something, beat it, and put it down. And I feel like I become more of that type of player like recently. I know you're a completionist, so like that's kind of how you play games like. When you play a PlayStation game, you play one game until you finish it, get the platinum, and then you move on to the next game. If I, am I am I wrong? That's is that still how you're doing things, kind of?
0: Yeah, as best I can. If I I'm certainly willing to throw in the towel if I can't get a platinum trophy. But I think that I've found over the course of the last couple of years and some of the platinums gotten, I may be at peak game right now. I may be at the top of my game, even though I thought maybe that would have been in my 20s.
2: I don't know, man. You platinum shovel knight. And, like, shout-out to you for that, because that's one thing that I wish I could do. I just cannot beat the time trials, like like beating the game and then beating it without dying. It's, it's not that hard. It's just a pain in the ass, and I just don't want to go... I just don't want to do it. It's kind of like... You know how Tricky says, like, Last of Us is his favorite game, and he won't go back and platinum it because he doesn't want to ruin the experience of playing Last of Us? That's how I feel about Shovel Knight. I just have no desire to 100% that game because I just love it so much that I want to keep, like... The original experience of playing it, kind of the way it is, and I have to like sully it by repeatedly trying to bash my head against the wall to finish some of the things in that game because a lot of the a lot of the final trophies in that game are pretty challenging.
0: They they are. Um, so I, I mean I totally get that that point of view. It's like you know what I had fun with the game. I really enjoy this game. I'm not going to try. I'm gonna. I, I know when to fold them, and uh, I'm not going to try to do more than is you know. I'm not gonna try to not have fun just to, you know, get these, you know, virtual goals done. Like, I, I completely understand that.
2: No, but I, and I, I, also feel like it in our like group in our community, it kind of feels like a cop out when you don't want to platinum something or like you don't you want to move on. It's like, oh, but you're not a real gamer. You're, you know, you're not as good as I am because it, it's just not the way I play games anymore. Like I've learned a lesson the last few years that like I'm trying to just gonna get the trophies I get from now on, and I'm not gonna I'm gonna get what I get and not get upset, as my daughter likes to say. Uh, and I'm, I'm kind of going to move on after that I'm not going to sit here and just try and beat every single game 100% anymore I just I just want to beat as many games as I can now not unless it's Hyrule Warriors that I just you know that I'll just take a thousand hours into it but so counterdic- I contradict myself a little bit, but you know,
0: it, I, I don't think that's contradiction. I think we all have those games that we go back to. I mean, Tricky, you know, has recently gone back to play the Division Two because they should re- release some new content for that. Rocket League is one of those games for me. So I mean, we all have those games that we go back to. I I still play Animal Crossing. I'll still jump into Pokemon Sword and Shield at times when they have raid events. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I get it. I don't think you're contradicting yourself. You know, there a lot of game, a lot of the game catalog you're going to move through, and once you're done, you're done. But then there are some that that you can always go back to. So that's
2: pretty much all I played, and Alex, I would love to hear more about KO the Kangaroo, because I'm pretty sure that's what you've been playing this week. It is.
1: Thank you for for taking my segue for me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I had such a masterful one. So... He he is a podcast host and a and a uh, he's an a, uh, an artful and masterful podcast host. He's a veteran, trick. you ought to know thank that you. he's gonna thank you guys. he's gonna bring his A game or his S tier game. I think that's whatever what is the top level these days is the S tier on uh, all those tier makers on YouTube. Yes, K of the I thought, was, I
1: thought it was S plus 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 plus.
0: Well, shit. At this point, I mean, if you're playing Devil May Cry, it's like at triple S. Jesus. But yeah, so K a lot of K a lot of the K blah blah lots of care the kangaroo and the more i play that game the more i see like the ties to crash i mean marsupials yes australian like style like characters and like everyone around them is like you know an australian animal too but like i didn't mention this last time on the show i don't think but the first boss fight against the terror which i streamed last sunday while i was playing Uh, did like a bunch of spinning attacks and then would fall down Dizzy and you can go attack him. That reminds me so much of the Komodo brothers from Crash 2. And, you know, one of the Komodo brothers would spin the other one around and throw swords at you while Mm -hmm. while the other one was trying to, like, tornado into you. And after a certain time, like, the one that was tornadoing would fall down Dizzy. You would then go spin him and he would fall, he would, like, stumble into the other Komodo brother and that's how you got hit points off him. And, you know, that kind of reminded me uh, a little bit of that when I was fighting the Terror because he did the tornado attacks and then fell down Dizzy. But there's a ton of stuff in this game. Like, like there's uh, I don't know if you guys remember but from Crash Warped when you're playing that game, which is the the third game on uh, the PS1. It uh, There's, like, grates that Crash would hang down from, and that was part of the challenge of getting through the levels. You'd have to hang on through the grates, and you know sometimes spin enemies while you're doing that or, you know, avoid traps and stuff like that. In this game, there's kind of a similar situation where KO hangs down, from like vines and stuff but he does it with his ears. So instead of just holding on with his hands, he does it with his ears. But I mean it's still very reminiscent of that. They even have levels. Do you remember the levels where you guys run like you'll run towards the screen and you'll have to avoid like stuff coming at you like in Crash yeah. 2 it was the polar bear in the in the first game you were riding a hog and uh well no. Was it Yeah, I think it's there even was running one.
2: from the boulder in the first one.
0: Yeah. So those those type of levels there's one in this game. Of that where you're like there's a giant like ape after you and he's on a, a log and rolling after you and he'll smash you if you don't if you're not fast enough so you got to run towards the screen away from him so there's a level like that that reminds you of Crash. So, I mean they you know I said it before and Dupes and I had this conversation on the stream this is very much like a dumb down Crash game. Uh, Ko himself like he's kind of a dumb character like his writing's very childish and kind of insipid it's kind of stupid and like as a character it's kind of like okay i could take you or leave you because you're 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 the writing for you is just really kind of like the character development is just kind of kind of dumb it's just kind of not there but you know the gameplay and the levels they're a lot of fun i think i don't know how many uh levels there are i'm on the last world i believe the last uh or i'm coming close to the end i've done nine levels so far each so three hub worlds three levels each. So nine levels. I don't know what this last one looked like because I've just beaten the third boss and I'm moving on to the next um, world or hub world or you know whatever it turns out to be. But yeah, I mean I still enjoy the game as much as I did before. Like I said, if you want story, don't play this game. But if you just want a fun the game that's fun to play and uh, whiz kind of reminds you of Crash Bandicoot and you can kind of you know you know look past some of the aspects of it being like. Kind of homage or you know something like that towards Crash Bandicoot, then you get a lot of it. you get a lot out of it. So I I'm thoroughly enjoying Kengo Ko Kangaroo. Not a super challenging game, but a fun platformer nonetheless. So and if you if you grew up on Crash Bandicoot, it's gonna feel like home. So was that a it's you get a digital right? I did get a digital, and I will say that there this game mostly the trophy list, not a lot of trophies, but most of them are gold trophies. So if you want a game that's gonna give you a lot of gold trophies and is fun to play. This is a great option. Is um, it's a PS4, PS5 too, right? Yeah. Well, I cross buy is what he's asking. I don't. I think it doesn't. uh, I'll have to look that up because it only shows up under my PS5 um, save data. But of course, I'm only playing on my PS5, so that wouldn't matter. Um, Yeah, I think it is a PS4 to PS5 game. Hold on. Let me see,
2: Uh, y'all. What what was it? Thirty or twenty for that?
0: It was thirty. That's
1: not bad. I might have to
0: pick that up. I thought it was 40. Okay, so yeah, it's it's uh, I'm I'm pretty sure it was 30. I could be wrong about that too. Uh, you think I would know a little bit more about this game? Okay, so it's physical.
2: Physical is 40. I know that.
0: Okay, so it's on Steam, PS4, PS5, Xbox, and Switch. Um, let me see. Ko the Kangaroo on Steam. I could have sworn I paid 30 for it, but um, you could. I don't know. Give me the price here. Steam. Uh, 29.99 on Steam wait you're playing on steam you're not playing on a playstation no, no no i'm playing on the playstation that's that's how i know about the trophies but on steam i check oh, oh, the price oh, no. and oh uh,
2: yeah because you can't check it on playstation because you already bought it. well I mean, can't you press like down at the store now didn't they fix that
0: oh hold Should on you- sir i'm i'm on the uh the playstation app right now and i'm checking the price for all the the good people out there of course oh. of course i can't um uh no i can't check it because you're right i what the hell uh, twenty nine ninety nine. So yeah, it's it's twenty nine ninety nine on the PlayStation Store. That's
2: well. not bad for both a PS4 and a PS5 copy. Will you be playing it twice, or are you gonna play it twice?
0: I mean, I've already gone into certain levels to clean up trophies, or, or not trophies, but clean up collectibles. So I've had to go into almost every level multiple times just to find all the secrets. So, no, I mean, will and, you get
2: will you get the platinum twice on PS4 and PS5? Or oh you no, know? I don't.
0: I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna get it once.
2: I don't know, man. Don't, the game might be good enough to do it though. Like I like I. I beat Crash Bandicoot on the 4 and the 5, and I thought, did you play it on the 5 yet, Alex? Have you played the upgrade version?
0: No. It's I, absolutely you know gorgeous. That game was so challenging that, honestly, <laughs> I don't want to play through it again. I, You know, if it was a brand new game, then sure. But the same Crash 4 that I played, despite how good it was, because it was very good. Uh, Toys for Bob. Was it Toys for Bob? I think it was Toys for Bob. They did yes. a very good job on that game but uh, it was it was a true like very very good Crash Bandicoot game but having played through it before and knowing how difficult it is nah I'm good I'm that was good the last
2: game. that was the last game they made because then they got turned into a Call of Duty adversary which
0: is well that, that makes complete sense for Activision maybe once they um, are brought into Microsoft maybe that'll change and they'll diffuse other responsibilities out to a lot of those teams which would be nice but uh, but yeah like K of the Kangaroo 30 bucks totally worth it um Solid platinum trophy, not the most difficult game in the world, but at the same time, like, it's going to remind you a lot of the games that we grew up on as kids, particularly Crash Bandicoot, uh, lots of gold trophies, and, uh, yeah, no, I, I I still feel the same about it as I, as I did before, I wish I could have streamed it this week, because I've gotten a little further in the game, and I just didn't have time to stream it between podcast editing and playing Pokemon Go Fest this past weekend or this weekend. So just haven't had the time. Maybe I'll do that uh, on an older, like go back to some of the levels I've already beaten and, and stream it for you guys just so you can see a little more of the game. But very fun game. I like the levels. I like the variety in the levels. Character development, of course, is is goofy and kind of stupid in this game. Uh, but visually, the game is fantastic. And it all... Honestly, even as as dumb as the as the um, writing can be, it all kind of fits well into the package because again, the characters are really goofy. It's got a goofy art style, so yeah, yeah I just really enjoy this game. It's kind of one of those games that is going to fly under the radar because there are, but it also came out at the perfect time because there's not a lot of big games out now. So it was a nice little stop off before Assassin's Creed Origins, probably, which just released their uh, 60 frames per second update for the uh, for the PlayStation Five. So I'm excited to uh, to get to try that out in the best possible uh, Fidelity that we can. And then, uh, yeah, we got the Turtles game, Shredder's Revenge, reportedly coming out in July, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. moved up to June 16th, my friend. June 16th, even better, because you know what? They need to keep that away from the Cowabunga collection. They don't need... Konami's I mean, probably stupid enough to do it.
2: I, I but... really want that Cowabunga collection, like, now. Like, I, I was hoping they were just going to shadow drop that thing and be like, oh, it's out now. Because, like... It's just a release of all old games, and I kind of like that's. I want that one more physical than I do, uh, the new game. Honestly, I mean, I'm getting them both physical. I already ordered both of them, so I'm, I'm getting them both physical. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I mean, as my handle would suggest, I like Ninja Turtles, so I will buy anything Ninja
0: Turtles related. So, did you get uh, the collector's edition or the big?
2: Fuck no! I'm not paying one hundred fifty nine dollars, one hundred fifty dollars for uh, what was it? it's um it's in a it's a cloth like it's a cloth thing some trading cards uh, en-
0: enamel pins for enamel pins
1: uh, it
0: was $150 no do, you are no.
1: not a real turtles fan then they
2: no new, i'm not tricky i could buy four games with the price of that one game it
0: makes no sense to buy that like it i they, love my turtles but no the, the no. one cool thing is they have artwork new artwork from from kevin eastman Yeah, I saw that. But, I mean, the package itself was kind of cool. It's just, I'm not buying... I I would actually like to have the pins. But, quite frankly, I agree with you. That's way too much money. These Collector's Edition are asking way, way too much money. I
2: mean, for what you're
0: getting there, it was kind of ridiculous. I want to see what Limited Run does for the uh, Shredder's
2: Revenge. That gets announced, I believe, tomorrow. It gets announced tomorrow.
0: Sir, did you see that Crown Chuck is in the game? Yes, uh, did you see... That you might actually be Casey Jones is probably going to be a DLC. Well, yeah, of course. They, I mean, April O'Neil is and, the game's fighter, so you better have Casey Jones. And there's rumors that
2: um, what's his face, um, Sakio Jimbo might be in the game down the line as DLC. Oh, like, that would they, be
0: excellent. Like, so they have
2: plans to put some characters in this game. Um, I'm excited. I, I, I they weren't even for uh, apparently they weren't going to put Splinter in the game to begin with. He was going to be DLC, and then. I don't know why they changed it, but then they changed it and they added them because it was only supposed to be the four turtles in April and then they added Splinter. So I was like, okay, cool. But I I definitely want to play it. Alex, have you ever played the, um, have you ever played the game Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, Rescue Apocalypse on PC? Never heard of it before. So it's a free, it's a, it's a download. It's a game you can download. You can get, I think you can get it off of Steam, but if you can't, you can just Google it and download it. It's free. And basically it, it's a mod of the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game. Okay. So it basically it's a mod of that game, and it, it takes all the cartoon characters and every single villain and lets you play as every single one of them.
0: Oh, that's unlock, amazing.
2: You can unlock everybody. Like each level, you beat the boss, you unlock the boss. You beat the enemies on the stage, you unlock the enemies on the stage, and then you can play as all of them. And they're all, like, and the guys, like, digitized the voices in from all the voice actors from the show. So, yeah, it's all—it's a passion project the guy made, and he just put it up for free.
0: That so. is, I mean, I know that the mod community does some fantastic, you know, Turtles video games. So there's a lot of people out there doing great work in that <coughs> environment. But, like, I would love, instead of just being able to play as the Turtles, you know, we may get Casey Jones, as you said, Splinter's in there, April's in there. And you mentioned uh, Yosaki Yojimbo, who's kind of like the samurai rabbit from the uh, uh, from the toys and from the cartoon like that would be really cool I also want, like do you remember like Joe I'm assuming you had some of the toys growing up as a kid um, yeah I had a lot of them do you remember like the uh, I mean ace duck do you remember yeah, uh, the duck. giraffe the giraffe that played basketball <laughs> yeah it's long and, shot <laughs> and, and, and the moose that was the mountie Oh god. Oh, Dude, god. if I could name? play as that moose, I would shit I would pay 20 bucks for that moose to be able to play for him in that. I would pay 30 bucks to be able to play him as him in that game. I would lose I, my shit. Cannot remember what the moose's name is. Mounty Moose or something like I don't know. I'll have to All look right. it up. But oh, Hothead, I would love to play as Hothead. You remember Hothead? Hot, yes, Hothead was cool. He was actually in the Tournament Fighters game. I think he was in, like, was it the Nintendo or the Genesis version that he was in Tournament uh, Fighters?
2: Hothead was in the Nintendo version, like this, the regular NES version, I believe, because um, Armagod, uh, yeah, Armagod was the, the shark guy, and he was in the Super Nintendo one, and then the Sega Genesis one had, who the hell was in the Sega Genesis? Uh, Triceraton. Triceraton, thank you. And um, Shredder was playable in the Super Nintendo one, and Karai was unlockable in all of them, I think, because Karai was like the most ridiculous final boss in that game, who just did this stupid friggin' punch combo, and she would just do it repeatedly, and it was absolutely asinine. But uh, I don't want to take up so much of your show talking about Ninja Turtle stuff, because I could d- I could do this literally all night long.
0: Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm excited let's... for the Niten- Ninja Turtle game, but I think. If Shredder's Revenge is coming out in in June, like you say it is, and I believe you, I, I really hope Konami keeps the Calabunga Collection to like at least September or something. You can't have these two no, no, two no. packages no. like that close together. I, I, as, I don't
2: care. <laughs> like as much as that would be great, I want them now. Like I, I want the other one in August, or like I honest, I'm mad that Shredder's Revenge is coming out first because I want the Calabunga Collection first, and I I I am making it a mission. I am going to Platinum Calabunga Collection. Like like you heard it here first, people. Like, I, I don't care what it takes getting the platinum in that game because I want it. Most
0: most of those old school beat-em-ups are not that hard to get the, you know, 100% or platinum trophy, except for the Simpsons because the Simpsons had, like, some weird thing where you had to play on limited quarters or limited yeah, continues. And um, it was hard to get through that. So I, I didn't even – I got all the other trophies except for that. So I don't even have 100% Simpsons. I
2: have – I got all the way up to the last level and had, like, two lives left and couldn't beat uh, Burns with two lives, because I don't know why. Like, I should be able to beat him with two lives, but I was getting... I guess I was getting, like, overzealous, and I messed up and made a few mistakes and lost my whole run, and I almost did it. And that was by myself, like, not playing with other people. Uh, the goal to beat that, Alex, is apparently to play with four other people, or three other people, and you can get it
0: done. Yeah, well, that, that would be nice, but yeah. Uh, I mean, let's let's face it. Those are arcade games, and they you are... let's With arcade games, you're meant to die, so you keep putting in quarters. So... Those, those games just aren't easy. Well, it, defi- just-
2: it, de- it definitely stacks the deck
0: against you because they weren't meant to be. Yeah, they weren't meant to be beat like that. Yeah. So yeah, excited. I'm definitely buying the Turtles games. I am going to try my damnedest to platinum those because I'm a huge Turtles fan, like you. And Dotemu, we, they were the same people that published Street to Rage Four. Uh, different developers, but at the same time, with Dotemu behind two beat 'em ups, and with Street to Rage Four getting DLC, uh, Mister X's Nightmare. You know. After they release the in- initial game, I guarantee you can expect DLC for Turtles: uh, Shredder's Revenge and probably extra characters as well. So, I mean, I I'm quite looking forward to whatever they throw out there. But yeah, uh, mostly Ko Kangaroo for the for me this weekend. Dreaming of the Ninja Turtles and their future releases. Tricky, this is your I'm road here.
1: I'm, I'm here. I'm just uh, you know, giving you guys some time to talk.
0: What? What? Tricky. We're we're sitting here trying to hold up the show because you had to go pee or you know poop or whatever you were doing. That was a
1: uh, half an hour ago, sir.
0: Well, you know what? When Joe and I get on the turtles, we get on a tangent. We can't help ourselves.
1: All right. Well, we're an hour into the show. We haven't even got to our first topic. Our first topic being, as customary, on our first show of the new. Wait,
0: month. you didn't do your what you were playing? You played Division next.
1: Yeah. There you go. Played Division. And I play Mortal Kombat 11 right now, I'm getting scared by spiders.
0: Okay, hold on, time out. We because this this is something we were talking about on the on the show or before the show, and not really talking, but I kind of oh. I, I made a comment about it. Oh. So you know, Joe was asking Tricky if he was going to be able to get the platinum trophy because like you know some of the uh, the training you have to do specific inputs. And not, Are you about so, to call me out? Yes, I am because I would actually like legitimate <sighs> opinions on this. So okay, I'm go gonna, ahead. I'm going to bring it to the listeners. This is going to instead of wrestlers court like they have in WWE, we're going to okay. take this to Trophy Horse Court, and the community is going to decide. Uh, can I? Can I just make a statement before you do this? Well, no, I'm not going to complete the bus. Like I want you to explain the situation uh, because I want to decide if you're cheating or not. Because Joe Joe called you out for cheating, so I I, I just kind of wanted to decipher, <sighs> you know, what is what is in bounds when it comes to this. So basically, you're trying to. Wait, all right, explain to us. Uh, the, the the training trophies and the combo trophies because they always have those in, in fighting games and they can kind of make or break you because you have to do exact inputs and you can't fuck them up so explain what the trophy is and what you're doing okay for the record
1: before we start i know i'm ready to get trolled and told i'm cheating so the the poll the the audience is is kind of pointless at this point because <laughs> it, it's already gonna happen i feel like
2: you die on your own sword now like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't and i feel like it's kind of it's kind of warranted cuz all the shit you've pulled over the years. So like I feel I, I feel bad for you but I don't cuz you put yourself
1: in this it, situation. It, it's kind of funny cuz a lot of things I say come true. So
2: put yourself in this situation, sir.
1: Um so we talking before the show Joe asked me if I was going to get the platinum in Moto 11. I told him yes, and his feeling was that I wasn't going to be able to get the platinum because I couldn't do all the uh tutorial and uh training, you know, things to get the trophies. And I explained to him, I can because I use macros. Uh, now, if anybody doesn't know what a macro is, it's basically you're programming a single button push to uh, perform a certain, could you know, press of buttons to do things. So in this case, like if I was trying to do like a scorpion spear, I would program the button to do the back forward and then and the button to throw the spear, which I think is square. I don't use scorpion that much. Uh, but anyway, so instead of having to actually press back forward square, I just press square, and it does the motion. So uh, I was able to program the combos and everything, stuff like that, to get the trophies to to beat all the training exercises. Joe says I'm cheating. Alice is undecided. And now the community is going to say that I'm cheating, but I'm really not.
0: But but you okay? So you said that you had to do the inputs once to, in order to you know assign them to the macro, correct? Correct. You you actually have to perform the motion.
1: the The difference is is okay. You you've gotten uh, so wait. But can you perform these macros in like a training mode, save it, and then do it in a real life scenario? No, you have to you have to do the macro on the controller itself it's it it doesn't matter if you do it in a in a uh, in a a tower battle it doesn't matter if you do it in the training it doesn't even matter if the actual game is on you program that button sequence to that button so when i go in and i go into the train thing i hit the button and it does it so Alex, just to give you an example like uh you've you've gotten the platinum and horizon
0: damn straight
1: i have Okay, and in order to get the platinum, you have to beat all the th- the three pit masters. And you have to do the combos in a certain order with certain timing and stuff like that. So, instead of you actually having to press the button to do every single step of those combos, you program it into the controller and then you just press, you know, whatever button and it does all three steps to beat that pit master. Training. It's the same same concept.
0: But does the trophy require to you to do these combos in the heat of battle? No,
1: you have to do it in the, in a
0: training thing. Okay, so what you're what you're saying is you did them once within the training module. No, he did it while the game was turned
1: off. Then he turned the game on, and then he got the trophy. I I went into the game, found out what buttons needed to be pressed, programmed. You know, it, it, I programmed it into the controller and then hit the button to do it. The difference is is that instead of doing it live, I did it and then went back in, pressed the button. If it didn't do it, then I adjusted the macro. It's not like I went in to said, okay, uh, you know, like in order to do like again, do Scorpion Spirit, you have to hit back forward square with you know, with a rhythm. It's not like I went in and went back, forward, square. I actually had it back forward square and then save it. And then to see if it would work.
0: But is doing them, doing these combos on the macro, is it less intensive and easier than doing them in the actual game? No. The only difference is, the only,
1: the only difference of what I did compared to doing it live without the macros is when you do it without the macros, you press the buttons in that order and it, it whether or not you hit it whether or not you timed it right depends on where the character was if the character was being juggled all that stuff uh, all, so like if if I had to be three steps away and I did the move perfectly but I was only two steps away it wouldn't work so now I make sure I'm three steps away now I, then I go hit the buttons again I'm doing this all without talking about a macro, without using macros. Then I'm three steps away, but I'm still like a hair second late on doing the, the motion. So now it doesn't work. Then I gotta go in and then, you know, I'm three and a half steps. So it's just one of those things where once I get the button presses perfected, I just got to make sure I'm staying in the right spot and then boom, it happens.
0: But you're, you, you, so you didn't. Um program these macros to get around having to make it easier you're doing it so you can do them in combat and just have them be easy all the time when you want to redo them
1: correct it's it's i'm not doing this in a tower mode i'm not i'm not doing this online i'm not cheating anybody i'm just doing i did that to beat the training montage which joe can attest can be unforgiving at times
2: dude it's fucking stupid especially
0: the blocking ones and like the parry one it's they're oh my god they're stupid i guess i guess i don't understand like if you can do them and you know Assigned him to macros. Why not? Don't you just? Why even do it the macros? Why not just do it in game? Okay, so you
1: you have enough experience with fighting games, right?
0: I have a little bit of experience with fighting games. I mean, I there's a certain I, I used to buy like tons of fighting games, and then I got to a point where it's like I'm not really good at these, so I'm going to stop.
1: Okay, so if you if if you were playing a Sub Zero and I was playing a Scorpion, I could do the. Spear Hold on, throw. can I be Night Wolf? You can be Night Wolf. All right. Um, if I was to do the spear throw. I could consistently throw the spear without problems. Like, doing the actual button presses, no macros. But you jump every time I do it. So now I'm going to miss the spear. So instead of me having to to actually hit the three buttons every time, I'm just hitting the one button. I could still miss and you could still jump over the spear. You can spam it now, though. But now, instead of me having to actually, like, press three buttons, I'm just pressing one button. That's all it is. But I'm not doing this on like on online matches. I'm not doing this in the actual towers. I did it just solely to beat the training mode.
0: Wait, hold on. Do you have to win? Because I know that in the previous Mortal Kombat game, because the, the Platinum Trophy in Mortal Kombat 10 was hard as fuck. Wait, wait, 9 or 10. I can't remember. It was one of them. Uh, it was the It was
2: 10. One.
1: It was the one where you had 10, to get, you like, had a... to spill the blood with every character. Yeah, 10, get 10. You, to, you basically had to play 24 hours with every character.
0: Yup. Yeah, yeah, what were you thinking Ed Boone? But uh like are there trophies in this game where you have to win a certain number of matches online? Yes. Yeah, but they're really easy. The only one that's really hard is like the king of the hill
2: stuff, but you can if you find enough people, you can just you can just rig it, honestly.
1: Yeah, and I, you can find three people and just keep uh Doing King of the Hill, like okay, me, you, and Joe go into a King of the Hill match. I mean, if okay, you want to do I'm it tricky, I'll do it because I, I want... I'll, I'm gonna, I'll win ten in a row. And then Joe will win ten in a row. You'll win ten in a row. And just every time we do it, make sure you get mad respect because I think you give like a thousand respect to ten thousand respect. Yeah, King of the Hill. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it it's. I think the hardest trophy ever associated with a, with a, a Mortal Kombat game was we had to win ten ranked matches in a row.
2: I've done that. Like, legitimately.
1: I mean, I'm not saying it's not doable, but it's that's rough, because I can't tell you how many times I get to eight or nine wins, and then I run into some godmaster pro.
2: So here's the just a tip for this episode. Uh, if you're going to do online trophies and fighting games, your best bet to get them is the day the game comes out, or, like, the week comes out. Or if it goes, like, free-to-play, and, like, it goes on, like, a PlayStation server or, like, an Xbox server... It's the best time to jump in because then you get all, like, the noobs who, like, are complete garbage of the game. And you can just feed on those people. And that's the easiest way to get those kind of trophies.
0: Or yeah, that's if, or when that's it goes... Rank. Actually, I would say that... Or when it's free for PlayStation Plus. Like, the first day is free for PlayStation Plus. Yeah, yeah. PlayStation Plus. Mm-hmm. Because then, like, anyone who's wanted the game has already bought it. And now you get the people who are just trying it out to see how it is.
2: Correct. And you're just, you are just murder those guys, like... Eh. The only thing that stinks is, like, if it's, like, Street Fighter, they, like, match you up with people on your skill level. Like, Mortal Kombat doesn't do that as much as Street Fighter does. Like, Street Fighter does it all the time. Like, once you get to a certain, like, level of, like, play in that game, like, you can't, it won't let you go back down. So.
1: All right. Uh, let's go into our topics here. Our first topic, as I said, is customary on the first week, the first show of the new month. Our PlayStation Plus games have been announced, and boy, have there been some people talking about this. This is BS. Sony has revealed. This is coming from IGN, is written by Ryan Dinsdale. Sony has revealed the games for June are God of War, Naruto to Boruto, Shinobi Striker, and Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. Now, the reason I, I'm sure you guys already know that people are bitching about this is because we already had God of War for free. For the last year and a half. Yep. If you were a PlayStation Plus, you had the PlayStation Plus Collection, which God of War was a part of. So you are giving us a free game that we already had free for the last year and a half.
2: I feel like they should give us something else. Like, and I don't ever really, I don't, I don't say that a lot, to Sony, but like this one kind of sucks because, like, if you bought a PS5, you own this game.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah, I don't think that they should be giving away games that are currently free because it's still on the Insta Game Collection. You can go even outside of this month and go get it for free, correct? It's
1: still there. Uh, I don't – I, I want to say yes, but I don't know for sure that the PlayStation Plus Collection is going to exist after the 13th.
0: Well, yeah, because a lot of those games are going to be on the extra or premium tier of PlayStation Correct. Plus. And if you're they're gonna ask people to pay for access, and like they're going to use those games as tent poles for, hey, pay for this on your um, you know, on your higher tiers, then the instant game collections gonna go away because you can't have those games for free for the ascent for the PlayStation Plus Essential if other people are getting access. If, like those are big landmark games for the premium and extra tiers. So also, I'm going to tell you guys, you're probably going to be more and more disappointed with PlayStation Plus Essential and the free games because a lot of the games that made, you know, that um, service, like a lot of times when you saw like a big month and a lot of the big games, well, they're probably going to move those to extra and premium now. So I like I said, like in previous week, I was like, is this going to become an Xbox Gold Games for Gold thing where all of a sudden the selection for PlayStation Plus free games every month sucks? Uh, I would I would be on the lookout for that because it might happen because the quality is going to go down. You're not going to get as many big games because Sony's got to funnel more of those into the higher tiers. But uh, I will say that I do like that Nick All-Stars Brawl is part of this because I might give that game a try. I don't think I could ever plan in that game seeing some of the trophies. but uh, I, um, and- You can bring, you could bring a lot of that stuff, Alex, like a lot of it. No. Well, I mean, I I had wanted to try this game. I you know I I. It's a fun uh, game.
2: It's a fun ass Super Smash Brothers clone. Like I, in some ways it does Smash Bros. better than Smash Brothers does, In other ways it doesn't. But it it was a fun game.
0: So yeah, I am glad they did include that because that's kind of out of left field that they would include you know that game in there. But it, it's one I I that I want to give it a try. So I'm definitely down on that one. So. What about the uh, Naruto game? <laughs> nah, no thank you. If you if if you. You know, if somebody wants to play that game, totally cool. I, I'm not into Naruto, so no thank you. Uh, Sh- yeah, and, and- Shinobi
2: Strikers is a pretty fun game. I know, I like, Corey's been telling me that for a long time. And we, every time we go to buy it, when it's like $7 on, like, PlayStation sale, we'd be like, oh, we should buy it.
1: And now we don't have to. It's free. So I- I'm sorry, who? Corey. I don't know who that is. Ha i will going to have to beep, beep out the name now twice.
0: World Record Holder.
1: Not not. I, I don't not know.
0: Has not, that
2: been confirmed yet? Not officially. No, not officially. Yeah. Pending uh, pending world record holder
1: is how we should mention his name
2: until it's until it's final. But yeah, I mean,
1: when it's final, we'll mention his name. Until then, he is banned. Um. Jesus.
0: <laughs> he likes to have some fun. Tricky doesn't take everything so seriously. Uh things that should be taken seriously is Insomniac's
1: Spider-Man has sold over thirty-three million copies.
2: That's kind of impressive, honestly. It's like a little game that could.
1: This is coming from George Yang over at IGN. Uh quote, I'd like to pause and express Insomniac's profound gratitude for those reading this post who have already purchased and played Spider-Man console PlayStation Console versions of Marvel Spider-Man PS4 and Miles Morales explains Insomniac's Ryan Schneider in a PlayStation blog post. Quote, let me tell you, there are a lot of folks to thank for your passion and support. It's unclear, these, it's unclear whether this sales milestone also counts the remastered version on PS5. However, the series will continue to sell most, bo, ne, Sell now that both Spider-Man Remastered and Miles Morales are coming to the PC. Uh, Miles Morales is coming on August 12th, while the later will be late. Uh, excuse me. Spider-Man Remastered will come out on August 12th, while Miles Morales is coming out later this year. Um, so yeah, nothing to shake a stick at. Thirty-three million copies.
0: Well deserved. You know, we've we a lot of th- times I think we've given Naughty Dog credit for being the best developer in video games. I think that Naughty Dog is the best storyteller in video games, as far as the company goes. But when it comes to actual gameplay, I think Insomniac has that wrapped up because. Insomniac's games are actually more fun to play than naughty dogs as good as naughty dogs are. So insomniac, I think is maybe the best developer in video games. I don't know. I don't know. I just know some people will scoff at that, but uh, I like look at the games they put out. Look how many games they support the PlayStation Five with and the PlayStation four, and how good of quality they all are. So Insomniac's okay, fantastic
1: uh, all right, I'm gonna just stop comments for a second because uh, this next article, which is related, in a way, uh, kind of contradicts something said in the last article. Um, our next article coming from IGN is also written by Ryan Dinsdale. The PlayStation 5 has now surpassed 20 million units sold worldwide, and Sony has promised to significantly increase its production efforts within the next six months. Sony executive Veronica Rogers told GamesIndustry.biz that the company is, quote, planning on a significant ramp-up in PlayStation 5 production this year and is working endlessly to make sure the PlayStation 5 is available to everyone who wants one end quote so the reason I wanted to cut the comments off is the last article if you remember said that they didn't know if the 33 million copies included the PlayStation 5 sales wait no I had the backwards I apologize they could have sold 33 million copies on the PS4 I apologize. Brain for it. Uh, so, yeah. 20, 20 million PlayStation 5s out in the wild. Uh, for reference, uh, the PlayStation 4 told, sold 20 million units in 15 months and 14 days. And the PlayStation 5 hit 20 million units in after 18 months and 22 days. So, PlayStation 4 sold it in 471 days, while the PS5 hit that milestone in 568 days.
0: Well, definitely different situations as far as, like, global availability of of components and chips and whatnot. So it's never going to be a great comparison because we live in a different world right now than was back then. But, uh, I mean, Sony is going to – the PlayStation 5 will continue to sell. And if they can get enough out there to meet demand, then it'll, you know, it'll be a a great selling system. Joe, were you able to get a PS5?
1: Yeah.
0: I own
2: a PS5, PS5, yeah. I've owned one since uh,
1: last July i just checking, sir Did yeah you
2: know? no yeah i got one i got a friend uh who got one of those sony invites and she already had one so i don't know how she got a second one but she got an email from sony and then she bought it for me and then i paid her cash so
1: okay four all right so i'm actually gonna skip the last topic that we have here um but just for a note, uh, uh, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time remake uh, has been delayed yet again. I'm so shocked. Uh, all right. So, uh, Joe, I'm actually going to be nice and tell you to cover your ears because we have to go into listener questions. Time to check my
2: social media, yeah.
1: And Alex, I will let you know that I recorded with both Zach and Joe on the uh, Loots cakes podcast last night, and I asked them why they hated it, and Zach described it as nails on a chalkboard.
2: No, that was me. Zach said he just didn't like it. He's like, I just don't like it. Alex?
0: What? What What do you? I wasn't there. I can't confirm or deny this. I trust that Joe is telling the truth. I, I just
1: let you know why the two haters... Are hating.
0: You know, for as much as you hate on the Loot Bros podcast, you're on there an awful lot. The Loot
1: Skanks, loots Skanks. I was only there because Daryl was not there, and you know, it just seemed like it would be a good time. But then I had to, remembered I had to record with Joe. And
2: I mean, he was know. too busy putting Butterbeer in his butt. So,
0: yeah, tri- tricky. You could certainly come up with a better name than the Loot Skanks. That's
1: uh, come on, man. Just, that's
0: that's that's low hanging fruit.
1: And just so uh, we're clear, it wasn't me putting Butterbeer in my my butt no it's Daryl that's what I said
0: yeah. well I'm just being clear because it's the way you said it hey G- <laughs> Daryl gets to hang out with Gareth so he's the luckiest of all here
1: alright so we only have one question and it is coming from um Zach I was trying to come up with a witty nickname for him uh, and his question is for me it says for Tricky why do you die on every hill you stand on can you ever be swayed to the light side of the force and here is my answer. I don't die on every hill. There are some things that I take, and I will die on.
0: <laughs> most of the I must not have been here for those discussions.
1: Um, <laughs> I, I i I can I, I love a good debate. Um, Does't mean I'm going to agree with you at the end, as I tell my daughter all the time? You may not like what I say, and you may not agree with me. Uh, but we will have an open discussion, and I will make my decision as I see fit. Uh, but yeah, I don't die on every hill, but there are some things that I stand firm on. I still believe that you know PlayStation screwed up this whole rollout, and I'm going to die on that hill. Um, I still believe that Daryl is just trying to be a uh, second-rate tricky, and I will die on that hill as well. He will never pass me in Platinums, legitimately.
0: And Wait, hold on. That's assuming that you passed anybody in Platinums legitimately, because I would I, argue that the way you do things is not legitimate.
1: Um... I have more legit Platinums than you, sir.
0: Bro, you cannot sit here and tell me oh, that you man. playing all these easy-ass games from uh, like the same version of a game eight times because you have accounts in other regions. No, that's bullshit.
1: Okay, Alex, just for reference, okay? You have 124 Platinums, but you, you only really count 123. Is that fair to say? What hill is he dying on today? Hold on, hold on. Let me finish talking here. Alex, you have 124 Platinums, but you only legitimately count 123. Would that be fair to say?
0: Yes, because one of them I got was I got two trophies for Sly Cooper, Thieves, and Time, but that was only because I was switching back and forth between playing on the go on the, on the Vita and at home on the... Uh, the PlayStation Three, so because it's uh, they would auto-pop trophies that you've earned based on the save file when you use the cloud save function. I didn't play the game twice; I just played it once, and I got two platinums. So,
1: okay, so I have three hundred and seventy-two platinums currently. I'm gonna have three hundred and seventy-three er- soon? So, arguably, I have two hundred and forty-eight more platinums than you currently. Take all the garbage out of there. Like, do the you, math. Are you? Do you legitly think? that I've gotten 248 bullshit platinums.
0: Do you want me to answer that in public? Yes! (laughs) Look, I do not have... I'm not looking at your trophy list, but I'm going to... Like, yes, you have played a ton of easy games, and you play more games than I do, because a lot of times I don't, you know... I'll go back and, you know, play older games. I don't always, you know, once I finish a game, go buy a new game. But do you have more trophies, more platinum trophies than I do? Yes. Would I look at your trophy list and scoff at most of them? Yes. Does that mean that just because I um, uh, would count a lot of your platinums as bullshit that (laughs) you would have fewer than I would? No. I'm just saying that there are a lot of other people out there that have more platinum trophies than I do who could probably lay claim to having more trophies than you because I I just don't think that you playing an easy-as-shit game then buying eight other copies from other regions and and platinuming that shit again is legitimate way. It's I mean it's 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 fair. It's like you're you're buying the game, so you're it's not like you're stealing anything. But when it comes to like, oh, I have so many more trophies than you. That's because you play the same bullshit games over and over again. And I don't think that's legit.
2: I mean, I, I would refer to it as trophy padding. Like, he's padding his trophies, is what he's doing.
0: Like, yeah, you're you're padding your trophy list with easy-as-fuck games, whereas I'm just playing games I want to play. I'm not trying to pad anything. I'm just trying to keep my completion percentage up there.
1: I, I'm playing what I want to play, too. No, there's
0: in- uh, no fucking... You See, you talk about how many Platinum trophies you're planning to get next January once you get past this whole side bet thing, and I guarantee uh, that you'd much rather be playing some other game than these rat spam games that you're planning on, on Platinum. You... Just one, You get that little high from getting a Platinum Trophy, but I guarantee that even if you do ha- have enjoyed some of these Rat Spam games, you would rather be playing other games than some of that shit. Alright, do, do
1: you know what my last three legit Platinums were? Uh,
0: Horizon, Forbidden West. Okay. I'm trying to think. You didn't get uh, Fallen Order. Uh, I Division's what you're playing now, but you got that Platinum a long time ago. Right. I'm trying to think of what you've been playing recently. I, I can't. One remember. of your
1: fa- one of your favorite re- recent favorite games.
0: Well, you sure as shit ain't got the platinum in Shadow of the Colossus, so I'll tell you that much.
1: No, but it, it's a sucker punch game. Infamous. Would they make after Infamous? Spider Man. That's Insomniac. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, oh, Ghost of Shima. There you go. But again, you got it twice you, didn't you? you? Got it twice. I, I got that platinum twice. And then what's what's the third one?
2: Yeah, but you know what, Alex? I give him credit for getting a platinum twice, because like honestly, like he had to do all that work twice, like and it's not easy. Like those are long ass games. Like it, to sit down and do the and put in the dedication that he does to get like his double platinums that he does get. Some of them do it in time. So I'll I'll give you credit where credit's due, Tricky. Not
1: not all your shit is bullshit, but ninety percent of your bullshit is bullshit. So I I got The Walking Dead: and New Frontier. Ratchet and Clank, ripped Apart. Hebroxia. I actually got the platinum in Ratchet and Clank. Went back, got that. Got the platinum in both Spider-Mans twice.
0: Okay, but here, here's the thing tricky. Astro's Playroom, The Last of Us. Your your trophy list is right now is heavily de- defined by a side bet you made. I guarantee you'd be spamming more, more bullshit if you had the opportunity oh, I- to. I I'd, I'd have over 500 platinums right now if I didn't have the. Side you main. you would never have gone through Fukushima again. You would have been rat spamming. So don't act like oh I've been playing all these game these great games. I absolutely believe you would have played and platinum for, for Horizon Forbidden West, but other games no you would have gone back to rat spamming. So you can't say oh look at all these recent like platinum trophies that I have because I know if you could you would be doing other things. Uh, if I
1: could be rat spamming, yes, I would be rat spamming. I'm not denying that at all. But that doesn't mean that I can't play
0: – that I don't play
1: good games. I I
0: didn't – we joke about that, but I know that you seriously play good games. But I'm just saying that when you play a game and get, like, eight platinums for one single game because you played all these different versions, I think that's bullshit.
1: Fair enough. All right. Let's go back to our, the actual show. Uh, our topic of the week consists of the state of play. Now, Joe, I don't know if you watched the state of play, did you? Yeah, it was very, very sad.
0: Wait, wait, what do you mean, did he watch the state of play? He was in the stream when we were chatting.
1: Well, well wait to, to
0: pay attention, Alex.
2: Wait to
1: pay attention. No, no, to be fair, this stream did go down for about ten minutes.
2: There for the whole thing.
1: Uh, all right, so... This is in no particular order, but this is coming from the IGN article written by Adam Bankhurst, who has covered all the announcements made during the state of play. And Joe, I will tell you that when you talk, you
0: need to be looking at your mic because you sound far away when you don't. Hello. Can I, hold on. Go. Can I make a request? Like, if you're going to go through the games, like, can we pause after each game and have a little discussion about it and say whether or not it's a good or a bad thing?
1: I was as typically what I do when I go through a big list. I say if I mention a game that you want to talk about just start talking if not i'm gonna move on
0: yeah but then you, you know sometimes you go from one to another too quickly and then we're talking over each other so i just can't, you know just have like a natural I, pause in there
1: i i will put add a natural pause all right so the first thing that we're going to talk about is final fantasy 16 will officially be released in summer of 2023 joe i'm going to let you go first because i know that you were very vocal in the chat along with i think gareth was there too no it was not Garrett.
0: gareth it was dupes Dupe's. Dupe's. Sorry, I apologize. Gareth isn't paying attention for shit, sir. I,
1: I, I, My brain is fried, Alex. Over the last week, I apologize.
2: It's okay. It's okay. Um. Yeah. Dupe's and I are super ex- excited for Final Fantasy 16. I really enjoyed Final Fantasy 15. I know a lot of people gave that game a lot of shit, but I thought it was a pretty good game. And I am super excited for this one. I think I like the darker theme of this one. I like kind of like the kind of like Game of Thrones ish like we're kind of setting this in kind of like a renaissance like medieval times kind of setting and i I really like that about this game it's kind of getting back to kind of its roots but not being like so like steampunkish like some of like seven through like 13 kind of were so i'm kind of really excited to see where this goes and man those summon fights look absolutely insane like absolutely
1: insane like did you one thing that you said during our live stream was that the game was already done, and I didn't know like if you were just talking out your okay, ass. Or you okay, okay. So serious. They... hold on, hold on. According to the article, it says the game can currently be play from start to finish and the team is using all the time until the release to polish the, up the best they can so i apologize because i thought you were bullshit when you said the no. game was already done no i but knew it yes, was done th- this is confirmed the game is actually done they're just taking this extra year to polish it up yes because they said it was coming this year and last year when they released the initial
2: trailer tricky they already started recording like the english voice acting which means they were very ahead of where anyone thought they were in development and then that wrapped around. I think January of this year they wrapped all the English VO up. So they've had everything done for a substantial amount of time. And they're they like I think I think my co-host uh, Zach said it well. They don't want a cyberpunk situation for this game. They are trying to avoid that at all costs. And they're really trying to live up to the mantle that Final Fantasy VII remake kind of reestablished for Square. Like they're trying to put out the next best Final Fantasy game and not um, an online game and not a remake. They're trying to make an installment in the mainline series and they're trying to bring back kind of like the glory to Final Fantasy. And I think I think they're on the right track. I think a whole year of polish was is absolutely what they need. I've heard a lot of mixed reviews for Final Fantasy Origins, like the one that came out this year that the one that was kinda of like a souls game, but like kinda of like a like beat 'em up game. I heard a lot of mixed reviews on that. And I heard it wasn't polished enough. But I also heard that the PS4 version kind of dragged it down a little. Did they confirm that this is coming to PS4? Or is this just coming to 5 right now?
1: Uh, It does not say in the article, (laughs) but I can look it up. I know it's not coming to anything
2: else right now, though. That's been confirmed. Like, it might go to PC, but it's not going to Xbox. Which I think is hilarious.
1: Uh... I'm going to the official website right now to see what yeah, it says. Yeah, I think it's
2: just PS5 right now. And it just m- says
1: PS5 at the top, that's all Yeah,
2: so I'm wondering, again, it's another one of those kind of, like, is Sony paying for some of this? Like, did they pay for some of this game to be made, and that's why, you know, they have exclusive rights to it? Is it the same instance as Spider-Man? You know that's why Spider-Man will never go anywhere else, but a Sony console and PC is because they paid to make that game. Like They
1: paid well that and sony owns the rights to spider-man
2: yes but they they literally paid for some of the development apparently like they like they were saying like it'll never go like they they released a tweet i think it was when they maybe i think when they released either the pc version or right before that they said it will never go to xbox and i know did you guys see that release like a week ago where they where apparently it came out that they first went to xbox first to make marvel games and they
1: said no Yes, but then, <laughs> like, but okay, but like, how dumb but are fi- you? <laughs> like, but you're, fi- uh, but you're forgetting one thing, Joe. When you're saying that Spider-Man will never go to Xbox, not only it does Sony own the rights to Spider-Man, Sony owns Insomniac. Yeah, yeah, I know. So that's why it's not gonna go to Xbox. Oh,
0: hold on, I'm confused because you guys said that Insomniac, or Joe was saying that that Sony uh, paid for part of Spider-Man. Didn't Sony at that point already own Insomniac? Already
1: owned Insomniac, yeah. So
0: did they would have paid own, for all did of it.
1: They, did they own
2: Insomniac at that point, or would they? Did yes, they,
1: they owned Insomniac
2: before Spider-Man came out. I thought they acquired them in the middle of production of that game. I, I'll. I'll look it up here. Not...
0: Hold on, I'll uh, I'll look up the the exact date.
2: But anyways, Final Fantasy 16 looks absolutely phenomenal. I'm picking it's day one purchase for me. Alex, what do you think about? Or actually, Tricky, what do you think about Final Fantasy 16? What's your thoughts on it?
1: I, I it looks beautiful, but I'm not going to play it. 15 burned me out on Final Fantasy games.
2: I mean, that turtle fight was ridiculous and stupid.
1: Yeah, and then after I did it, it they released some kind of patch where you could beat it in like. 30 minutes
2: nine seconds yeah well, it, the overpowered ring yeah I remember that yeah so
1: I was I was a little miffed at that I, I mean listen I like Final Fantasy games I just I don't have time to dedicate to long grinds like that I mean it's a special game for me because honestly like
2: if not for Final Fantasy 15 and for you meeting Corey through his Final Fantasy 15 videos I would never be best friends of Corey today so like it's absolutely uh, uh, a very important game that- to me is that
1: how I met Corey?
0: Yeah,
2: yes, yes, it is. So, thank uh, you. Final Fantasy Fifteen.
0: Uh, Insomniac was purchased by Sony. I see an article from GamesIndustry.biz from August 19, twenty nineteen.
2: That was three years ago.
0: That well, was, not quite three years ago.
2: That was not before the game came, came. That was before the game out, but not before the game was was finished. Well, before Wait, the game. It, no, it was finished. It was finished, but it was way. It was it was after it was done.
1: Game was done. When they bought them, okay. But like I said, I, I we're talking semantics about this, but like, <laughs> but no, no, no. And like, I'm not trying to like dismiss what you're saying. I'm just saying we're, I, I think we're arguing paid, semantics here. I think they paid but,
2: for a good portion of that game. It's also why I feel like Persona Five hasn't gone anywhere else yet either, because I feel like Sony paid for a portion of that too. Which, but,
1: but Sony owns the rights to Spider Man in digital media. So, 100,
2: yeah. And but, but I don't see like. I mean they may own it in digital media, but that didn't stop like Nintendo from making a Marvel game with Spider Man in it, so
1: I think they had to get the rights for them from Sony for that.
2: Still, I mean it's I,
1: I, I think, you know, it's it's possible. But I The don't, point the point being is that Microsoft's stupid for not wanting oh, to make Marvel Oh my games. god, they're fucking dumb. Like it's dumb like Because because you got you also gotta remember one thing, is that we we got the Guardians of the Gauss game, which was good from Square Enix. I mean that. That's I'm really mad s- We'll
2: never get a sequel to that game. It's just sad. It's very sad.
1: Why don't you get a sequel? Because it
2: sold like absolute ass. Eh. No, it did.
1: Well, okay, but listen, we're talking about Square Enix and their sales expectations. I mean, they said the two of the 2 games didn't sell. They said Guardians of the Galaxy didn't sell. Oh wait, but didn't they don't even own that.
2: that. They don't even own that studio anymore.
1: They, that's right. They don't. Embracer owns them, so they won't even. They, I mean,
2: Embracer could turn around and make a sequel if they wanted to, but I highly doubt that would happen. Like, I just, I, I, just, I just don't see it happening.
1: I, 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 I see it happening, but I, I think, I, I think Embracer is going to uh, try to show up Marvel's Avengers first. Uh... It may be a de- it may be a second ship, but I think they're gonna try to shore that up. You and Greg Miller can- are gonna sink on that ship together because. No, listen, no, no. That game has shitload of problems. I- I'm not, I'm, I'm not defending Avengers at all. Tricky. They put out a roadmap twice that they that they
2: just never follow, and like they I- always tell us these characters are coming, and yeah, they eventually come, but they they told us we were getting so many superheroes in this game, and what have we gotten? Like
1: five. <laughs> Four. I, I again I'm I'm putting that blame on square Enix and they all play the same except for like three of them I'm putting that on Square Enix because Crystal Dynamics could want to do as much as they want but at the end of the day Square Enix is the ones that keeps them on I mean that's the same reason why Sony Ben can't make days gone two is because Sony turned around and said no you're not making that you're making something else like, they held out on the Spider-Man character
2: until the movie came out. Like, I knew they were going to do that. But, like, they couldn't right. even give us, like, a Spider-Man story
1: with the character. We just got the damn well, character. Okay, but to be fair, they're not going to dedicate time to make a level that's just going to be on PlayStation. They were going to release the character, and that was it. Like, if if, that, if, if Spider-Man was coming to Xbox as well... They would probably would have made a level, but they're not going to dedicate the time to make a level for just one system.
2: I mean, it's your most popular superhero. I just think it's this is pretty pretty dumb to that, admit, pretty dumb that, to play him behind debatable. a paywall.
1: That's debatable, but it's not
2: debatable. Spider Man is the most
1: popular
0: superhero, and
1: and Spider Man and no character has been behind a paywall. All characters have been released for free.
0: All right, I'm. I'm going to wrangle this conversation in, uh, to Joe bringing up the, uh, the whole Microsoft Marvel thing. Like we did see that also. I want to point out that just because it's a Marvel game, we've seen plenty of bad Marvel games. It was Insomniac who made that game really good and Microsoft doesn't own Insomniac. So thank God Microsoft turned it down. Cause I don't know who at Microsoft would make as good of a Spider-Man game as Insomniac. I don't think anybody would. So, uh, there's that, uh, but as far as Square like uh, showing Final Fantasy Six or Final Fantasy Sixteen to cap off because it was the last thing we saw uh, at the state of play, uh, strong finish because I think that game is is like a lot of people are excited for that game. It's Final Fantasy. It's a huge franchise. It's uh you know Square Enix is a big partner with Sony, and I think that we saw a lot of this in Sony's state of play. Even if they're not going to buy companies like Square Enix and Capcom, which we don't know what's going to happen with that, I think we all keep waiting for something to drop making sure that you have really close connections and relationships and really good rapport with these companies and by showing off and featuring their biggest games at your presentations is huge. So in an age where acquisitions are happening like crazy, I think that even if you can't buy certain companies, having really close relationships with them, better relationships than with micro than they do with Microsoft, I think is key. So I think it was a, it was a good game to end on. It was a strong finish for this, you know, third-party partner showcase.
1: All right. Uh, The next game that we're going to talk about here is Resident Evil 4 Remake has officially been announced. It's going to release on March 24th of next year. And Capcom is looking to reimagine the storyline of the game while keeping the essence of its direction, modernizing the graphics, and updating the controls to a modern standard.
2: I'm excited to see what they can do with this. I really, really am. I love that game. That's one of my favorite games of all time. Resident Evil 4 is a fantastic game. It's like a masterpiece. And I kind of want to see what they can do with this because they're saying that they want to modernize the story and change the story up and kind of like make it a little bit... I don't know. The story was kind of lacking in that game honestly and I know Daryl probably doesn't agree with me but I didn't really like the story. I didn't really think there was like that much story to Resident Evil 4 compared to like a lot of other Resident Evil games. So I thought that the game could have been a lot better and I, I just want to see what they're going to go with in the future. So
0: all right. Yeah, I uh, started playing Resident Evil at Resident Evil 5, which even though I enjoyed and played the hell out of Resident Evil 5, I think that people have pointed out that I started playing Resident Evil games at, at a bad point because I played 5, 6, and then Revelation. So I haven't played the best Resident Evil games, so this, uh, I have always heard that Resident Evil 4 is the best one, and I think, well, I don't know if people take into account uh, Biohazard and Village into that, but I think that it's 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 nice to have this opportunity to play this game in modern visuals, because I think it's a game that could really shine, and do. I mean, people are hyped for it. So,
1: why are you shaking your head, Joe?
0: Because I just got bombed. Oh, I, I thought he was going to shake his head at the Resident Evil games I had played. Oh,
2: yeah, playing any Resident Evil game is great. I think all of them are great. I even, even five, even six. I love 6 actually I love 5 and 6 I like the co-op ones a lot Because I, I have just good memories Tied to them honestly Playing them with friends And I think that's what's important With Resident Evil games Like it, it You can find like the best Out of the worst games Like even like Dead Aim And um, There's a lot of really bad ones But I feel like If you can find some good in them That's even better Like wasn't the greatest Resident Evil But I had a had a blast Playing it with friends Same with 5 5, five was ahead of its time all right.
0: Well, certainly I appreciate uh, how optimistic you are about that, Joe. And, I try. You know,
2: I, I shit on a lot of things, but Resident Evil is usually not one of them.
1: All right. Uh, speaking of more Resident Evil, we got more news. Uh, Remake 4... Uh, well, 4 Remake is also going to have some PSVR uh, content, as well as it was announced that Resident Evil Village is getting the VR treatment, uh, meaning you'll be able to play the complete campaign in VR. Uh... Yep, so there you go. If you're in VR and you like Resident Evil, that's some good news for you. Uh, We finally got a trailer for Street Fighter VI.
0: Ryu's Uh, got a beard. Has Ryu had a beard up to
1: now? This game looks Uh, dope. Street Fighter VI will brawl its way onto PlayStation 4 and PlayStation in, I guess they forgot the 5, in 2023. Uh, It is also coming to the Xbox Series S and X and PC. Uh while the wait may be a, a, it may be a bit of a wait for some, Capcom has provided fans with an extended look at gameplay for the latest entry. Uh Street Fighter Six is being built on Capcom's RE engine, the same engine used for Resident Evil 7 and Village. Uh it will also allow for improved graphics alongside a more stylish experience that will be filled with quote, explosive splashes of paint and striking graffiti treatment, end quote. Uh Street Fighter fans will be happy to know that Ryu, Chun Li, Luke, and newcomer JB are already signed onto the roster.
0: I, you know, it, I'll go back to what I said, but I think that with these franchise in particular, these Capcom franchises, you know, Street Fighter Five was exclusive to the PlayStation Five. Sony owns Evo, and then you have Resident Evil, which started on the PlayStation system, and um, so I think a lot of people associate these particular franchises. You know, Resident Evil more classically with with PlayStation, but also Street Fighter with how much, you know, the exclusivity with five. I think a lot of people associate both these franchises to PlayStation more so than the other consoles. So I, I think that, you know, these, these are kind of third party games that, you know, people can look at as almost like Sony games in a weird way, if that makes sense. All right. But yeah, I mean, like, like Sony had a nice mix uh, for their state of play. Which I thought was a good state of play. I know some people may not agree, but I I have different. Like I I looked at this state of play a little different. I looked at it more from the business aspect, and it was nice to see a mix of really big games from like Capcom and Square Enix, but then also some really small games. Like there was a lot of diversity in Sony's state of play, and I think that's something they do a really good job with, like on most of the state of plays.
2: I thought I thought that they I don't know like with this being kind of like their E3 because they're not going to have anything else for this week. Which is like the big week of gaming releases and announcements. I, th- I think it kind of fell a little flat, honestly. Like I wish we got a little bit more. Like if this was to be like their E3 press conference, which I don't, I don't think that's what they were planning here. Like they're they're just doing their own thing, and I think we'll get something maybe towards the end of the summer, hopefully, to like bridge the gap for the rest of the year. But I don't know, man. Like it, it, like this is all stuff we already knew about. Like we knew about Street Fighter Six. I think it looks amazing. I think the open world aspect of it and, like, walking around just, like, running up to people and just fighting them is pretty pretty cool. And I do like the Color Splash, like, kind of, like, aesthetic they're going with. Did you guys notice that they changed the logo? Yes, I did. I actually like this logo a lot. Like, I like... I
1: I do not like this logo at all. You want them to go back to
2: the the regular Street Fighter, like, logo that they've always had and then just add, like, a number on the end of it, or...
1: No, it's not Not necessarily that I want them to go back, but I just don't like the way this one looks at all. All right.
2: I mean, what else was there at this state of play?
1: Uh, Moving on. The next thing we had is we got a trailer for Horizon VR, Call of the Mountain.
0: And that game looked really good. I... As a Horizon fan, you know, they're going to have a, uh, they're going to focus on a new protagonist, but I thought, like, the the first person combat with the machines looked pretty fun. And yeah, the game looks really, really good.
2: I mean, it's VR. Probably never going to play it. You suck.
0: I also I think, know. I think, was it Valkyrie Entertainment or there was, there was some, another uh, Sony, uh, one of the recent acquisitions by Sony, they were helping with this. So, uh,
1: this is going to have two, uh, Modes. There's going to be the story mode, which you play the game. And there's going to be a river mode in which uh, players will go down a river and enjoy the beautiful scenery. And I think that would be pretty cool, too, just sit in a boat and be able to look around and see all the machines. If you're into that kind of thing.
0: All the machines in their, their natural habitat. I, the World of Horizon, to me, is, is really enthralling, especially when you throw the machines in there. Hello. And, like, I don't know. Like, that would be, I mean, you, like, You know, what? like, you sit down and you watch TV, like, what would... I know traditionally people are like, oh, you know, I have a video game console. I want to play games on it. But, you know, just taking a break from playing the games instead of watching some TV, a show you've seen a thousand times, like, you know, just taking a stroll down the river.
1: All right, we're back. Uh, We had a little bit of an audio hiccup, so this conversation might sound a little disjointed. Uh, But we're just going to move on to the next thing. We have more of a Horizon news. Horizon Forbidden West has gotten a major update that includes a new game plus. It's also going to be added uh, three new trophies, uh, one for beating on ultra Hall difficulty, on New Game Plus. There's also going to be added a new Her- herbalist vendor and some graphics improvements. And it's out now, so if you are looking to go back and play Horizon like I am, sounds good.
0: Yeah, I'm not. They took away my hundred percent for the trophies, so you know that ain't always cool, but. You know, it, it gives you another reason to go back through Horizon, so I'm not going to do it now, but at some point I'm sure I'd like to go back and play through it. That kind of sucks that that
2: stuff takes away your 100% because, I mean, you worked really hard to get that, and I feel like it kind of just
0: yanked it away from you. Still got the Platinum, though.
1: My, my horror story with the 100% is I got the Platinum in DCU uh, DCUO, and
0: now I had a 100% of the trophies, now I only
1: have 33% of the trophies. Because they've released so many DLC packs.
0: Yeah, I dropped Gojoshima. That I, I dropped down to like seventy something percent for that. So,
1: uh, the next thing announced is the Callisto Protocol, which a lot of us uh, were speculating while we were watching that it might be Dead Space, but apparently it wasn't. Uh, the police uh, Callisto Protocol will be released on December second of this year. Interesting that it comes out a month before Dead
2: Space, or like yeah, like a month. Because doesn't Dead Space come out in January?
1: Uh, has that been confirmed?
2: Yes. Yes, it's coming out. We did a new story on it a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it has right. it has a release date finally. But like the, to come out this close together and the games to be like somewhat similar, I think it's kind of interesting. I wonder if it's going to steal some of Dead Space's thunder, if it's a game that's similar but does things better than Dead Space.
0: So, uh, Honestly, I mean, Dead Dead Space coming out so like in close proximity to this game, I think that that kind of is going to hurt this game's sales because... Dead Space is a known entity. People, I don't, I don't, I think entity. it's going to hurt Dead Space's sales. Oh, well, I, I'm, I don't think anything. I don't think Dead Space has anything to worry about from this game. Like, it, I mean, it's a new IP. It's unproven. People want to play Dead Space. I could be wrong, but I just think being so similar to Dead Space and being so in like close proximity to the release, I think it hurts the newer IP more because I think I don't people know, new look,
2: IPs, new IPs can tend to sell. Alex, like, it's like it's something new. It's not something that we
1: already know what it is. It's it's a fresh. It's a fresh look on things. It's a fresh game.
0: But this is also a fresh look on Dead Space.
1: And, I mean, just in comparison, look at uh, how people were speculating that Days Gone was being released so close to The Last of Us Part II. So, All right. The next thing we have to talk about is Stray. Finally gets a release date. Man. And good news, if you are a extra or a premium member, you're going to be getting it for free as it's being added to those tiers on release date. So we have a day-and-date release, Sony's first day-and-date release of a new game on Plus.
0: Well, that, I mean, that's not true. They, Destruction All-Stars.
2: Marquette came out day-and-date. So did um, uh, Operation Tango was day-and-date, I believe, as well. So
1: Okay, let me, re- let me rephrase what I said. This is the <laughs> first new game release after the revamped PlayStation Plus.
2: I think it's big, is, I
1: think it's cool that we're getting it for free. I know a lot of people. This was
2: on some people's radars. Um, like cat people, cat people want to buy this game.
1: You think Kalai's buying this game, or could to get PlayStation Plus just for this? I mean,
2: I think Kalai will get it anyway because Kalai has to have it. But like, I don't think that anybody needs to have this game. I mean, it's nice. We'll have it in our library. Just make sure you download it.
0: You? Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, I would rather get a game like this for free, which is like, I might be interested in this, but I'm unsure rather than something like horizon where it's like i know i'm going to buy that game and i'm going to love it so i don't know it's almost in in some way better than to have a game that you are interested in and looks cool but aren't really sure if you're gonna like it or not
1: all right so the next game we have to talk about uh as we said earlier uh spider-man remastered and spider-man miles morales is uh, coming to the pc in 2022 so we already spoke about that. No Man's Sky will get a PlayStation VR two version. Uh, I don't think any of us played No Man's Sky, and Yield is the only one, and he's not a VR guy.
0: Yeah, I mean to like honestly, I think that a lot of the video game industry has passed up No Man's Sky. I don't I don't know how many people still play it, but that seems like a game that had its chance to make an impact. And while they've improved it, like it was kind of like too little, too late. Like they've they've made the game a lot better. But after that initial misstep, and, you know, a lot of things that were promised weren't delivered at it, it, it release, like, I don't know, it, I, like, is, is No Man's Sky still a thing? It, it is, but is it worth mentioning on a state of play? I don't know.
1: All right. The next thing we have is Season A Letter to the Future will be released in autumn of this year. Uh, season A Letter to the Future takes place in a village safe from the turmoil of changing seasons. One day, a woman named Estelle decides to leave and embarks on a journey to explore a world on the brink of change. As for the gameplay, season is all about exploring, recording, meeting people, and unraveling the strange world around you. Players will also travel around on a bike and use tools to learn about the world you've never known before. Uh, the
0: Cool. like I don't, I, It looked like a very interesting aesthetic. I can't say that I was pulled in and that I want to go buy this game but you know for a business strategy you have to have all kinds of games and it is a very striking game visually so I mean that could pull people in
1: alright the next thing we have is The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 Retribution has been announced for VR2 uh, it says get ready to face off against the undead when the walking dead Saints and Sinners chapter 2 Retribution arrives on VR 2 in 2023 if you can't wait that long to go zombie hunting the new chapter will be released on the original PSVR in late 2022 uh, and this chapter is a direct follow up to the first game with and brings it a new story new maps new weapons and more
2: I mean what does Yield say I don't care
0: Fair enough. Hey, yeah, w- uh, Walking Dead. I don't know. Like, I, I, that to me, that series has been gone, dead for a long time. I, I'm sure people still watch it, but, you know, that doesn't mean that the game itself won't be good. I just, like, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those things that seemed like its time is, it's, it's, it's golden days have really passed it. Uh, I think this, the
1: show is actually over now, or they just finished filming it. Well, uh, they just finished fucking God. There's like
2: five parts to, like, the last season. It's actually fucking ridiculous. <laughs>
1: I, I stopped watching after Negan was in the basement in Alexandria. Was that, no, not Alexandria. I don't know. But the home they made. Uh, next thing is Enter Nights is a Dayton Ashen game set in the apocalypse. It's going to come to the PS5 and PS4 in early 2023.
2: Looks very cool. I'm going to pick this one up. Uh, got my RPG loins uh, fired up. I'm definitely going to Check this
1: one out. There's going to be an ever ticking clock that will force you to make choices and prioritize loot or love. And, Joe, if you don't choose love, you're wrong. Apparently. All right. Next thing we have is Rolladrome. Uh, it's coming to the PS4 and PS5 this fall uh, from Ali Ali World's Roll 7. Uh, 2030 doesn't seem so far away, and if Roll 7 has its way, the future would feature a brutal new blood sport called Rollodrome. In Rollodrome, players will have to use skate skills and shooting skills to rise above the competition and constantly moving and taking advantage of every ramp to be the key to victory.
0: This, this game looked really cool. It was kind of like a, a weird mix of different styles of games along with a very, like, n- pretty art style. Like, th- you know, almost like a gritty, like, comic book style. So, I mean, it like, this game looks really cool. Like, I th- of all the games that were in this, I think that this game had the most impact on me, because it's, like, new, but also, like, oh, my God, this looks really cool. I, I might want to play this. So, um, yeah, I thought this looked really awesome. It, it just, it's just kind of like this weird melding of everything that we've seen, because a lot of games take, you know... They borrow things from other games in order to make their game better. You know, there's just some some like things that kind of carry over from game to game in the video game industry. This game looked like so many different gameplay ca- like uh, mechanics all just mashed together. So I think I think it definitely stood out among you know the games at the presentation. And, e- and yield mentioned it in the the text chat that we have going. So I think it caught a lot of people's eyes.
1: Joe,
2: I don't know, man. I mean. It looks interesting, but I feel like it's gonna fall flat like Destruction All Stars. It's gonna be another game like that. It's just gonna fall flat.
0: Well, Destruction All Stars, people couldn't really decide if that was like what it was, cause it's like, oh, it's kinda like twisted metal, but then it's like you have these goofy dumbass characters that get out of the car and run around. It's like <laughs> that that game's premise was way off. You know, I've I thought people know. like look at Brutal Legend and say Brutal Legend was a weird mix of gameplay that didn't work out that well. But this probably. game look this game looked even more odd, like a more odd duck. Because I, I enjoy Brutal Legend but Destruction All-Stars, like, you just look at it and it's like, this game makes no fucking sense. Like, why? Why I, would you do this?
2: I hope this is, like, one of those, like, day-and-date free games we get. I think it will be.
0: Uh, I don't know. I mean, that 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 would be cool, but, you know, I, I don't know. I just, like, this is, like, I could... In my head, I, I saw Destruction All-Stars as like completely like no interest in it. And this game, it's like, oh, God, that looks cool. Like, it, I don't know. It's just the gameplay itself just made more sense to me.
1: All right. And for our final game that we're going to talk about uh, in a game that's more Zelda than Breath of the Wild could ever be, Tunic is coming to the PlayStation this September. Uh, Tunic was first released on Xbox and PC in March. And those yet to play as an adorable fox in the world. Uh, we'll have a ch- another chance to do so as Tunic will be released on PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4 on September 27th, 2022. That is the day after my birthday, so if somebody wants to be nice and buy it for me, I'll be happy to take it. You yeah, know, nope. I'm sorry, Joe, I didn't hear you because you weren't looking at your microphone. I said nope. Nope, you don't get to buy for me. Nope, you're not going to play it. Nope, I'm not going to buy it for you. Okay, fair Buy your own damn games.
0: Tri- tricky, I- 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 yeah, tricky. you can buy five PlayStation 5s. You can certainly avoid, uh, afford tenic- Tunic.
1: I... Okay, that was a joke. I was just trying to get my birthday out there to see if anybody's going to remember when time comes.
0: You're one of those people that wears like the, the shirt that says "It's my birthday." Everyone appreciate and I, me.
1: And I'll cry if I want to. Cry if I want to. You would cry too if it happened to you. I mean this this game was it's very cute, very wow. cute protagonist.
0: What what are you no, what? Com- no no comment on my reference, huh? Nope. No, we you it like Petulia Clark. We get it, but. We're talking about tunic. We're not talking about Petuli Clark. But no, cute protagonist like uh, you know the game. uh, The game looks good, and you like Link wears a tunic. The game you get a very Zelda vibe from the game. So I think it will definitely benefit from that. But also like because it looks so much different than Zelda itself, like you know the main characters Fox. Like I mean, there are other elements that you know will help differentiate it. So I don't think it's just going to be like Oceanhorn, where it's like oh my god. This feels like Link's Awakening. Joe, nah, it didn't really do anything for me. You, you, sir, who have played thirty-three years of um, Hyrule Warriors, you're not, you're not down for a Zelda-like game.
2: I mean, I like I, I like the premise of getting Tunic, but I feel like I would much rather play Tunic on my Switch.
0: I mean, it could. What, who says it's not coming to Switch?
2: I think it eventually will. Um, honestly, like Tunic looks cool and all. I've 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 read a, real, a lot of cool things on it. I don't. I just don't know if I want to play it right now. I'm just really wrapped up in Turtle Mania right now, and that's that's what I want.
0: God, let's bring it back. Let's talk about more turtles. Everyone loves the turtles.
2: <laughs> we should wrap
0: this show up. It's getting super late. <laughs> Well, I was going to wrap it up now.
1: Uh, that is going to bring us to the end of the show. Well, but well hold we on, hold on. Sh-
0: Before we go, like, just overall thoughts on the state of play, what you guys thought of it. We went through the games. Like, What did you think of, of Sony showing?
1: I think as what would have been their E3 uh, show, I think they should have done a lot more announcements, a lot more showmanship other than... Uh, what they gave us. I just think it should have been more now to be fair. Sony hasn't really participated in E3 in the last couple of years and they've been doing their own thing. So, uh, we had our big show. I think last year was in August, mm-hmm. July or August. Uh, so maybe, you know, I just had high expectations. I expected more, but being that they said it was only going to be a half an hour from the start, I, I really didn't expect much. I just thought there would be more hard hitting announcements than what we got.
0: Joe, sir, what'd you think overall?
2: I mean, I gave my opinion at the start of this. I, I thought it was very meh if this was supposed to be their, like, E3 presentation. I think if you're not going by that, I mean, I think it was okay, I guess. I mean, they didn't really, like, they didn't come out guns blazing. There should have been more announcements, like Tricky said. And, like, where's, like, where's, where's the next Dragon Quest game? Where's that? Where is God of War? If that's supposedly coming out this year, where was God of War? Like, are they just waiting to do their own state of play to announce God of War? Is it just going to get a Twitter drop? Like, like I don't I don't know. Like, the game space is so different now than it's ever been in its entire existence where, like, we don't have to have E3 presentations. Like, they can wake up tomorrow and be like, hey, guess what? We're doing another one of these tomorrow.
0: And they could, they could very well do that. So we never know uh and as for me I, I think that they will most definitely see something from sony in the summer with a, a bigger focus on their games especially you know one probably solely fit to god of war but no, i mean i i liked it as a half an hour so it didn't feel like it took up way way too much time i didn't have to you know devote three hours to it so it kind of just quick hit bang 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 showed off a lot of big games showed off some smaller games that we had never seen before and, you know, I think that, you know, for Sony, like, like I said, keeping these good relationships with third 3rd party partners and showing off their games, that's, you know, going to strengthen their business. So I like the diversity in the games, you know, very different art styles, very different gameplay styles. So, I mean, I thought they did a good job. Um, I, you know, Roller Drum was a game that I'm interested in. Then you've got Resident Evil 4 remake, another chance to play that. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of excitement around it. And I think a lot of people might be disappointed there weren't more Sony games, but that'll be coming. They're not going to go you know, six or so months without showcasing their own games. So this was just kind of something in in the middle. And, you know, I don't think we're on necessarily the E3 timeline anymore, so we don't have to kind of adhere so much to, oh, it's this time in June, E3, E3. So, you know, I I suspect something bigger is coming from Sony, but as a showcase, like half an hour, I thought it was good.
1: All right. Uh, Before we actually go to our shout-outs, I just uh, just intercepted a... um... Uh, recording uh, that I want to play for our audience Uh, apparently Daryl has stormed the offices of Activision upon the announcement of new Modern Warfare 2 Um, so I'm going to play that now you can't keep making the same games every year and charge a full price who said that who the fuck said that who's the slimy little communist shit twinkle toad cocksucker down here who just signed his own death warrant
0: uh, so, how, for how, how many times on this show are you going to play that specific soundbite?
2: I mean, it's two great people slammed together. So,
1: <laughs> Alex just likes killing my jokes. Uh, Joe, you want to do your outs. You, you to, can't keep uh, using the same jokes again. And shout outs like to my lovely reactions. wife, my daughter, who allowed me to do this every week.
2: Um, without them, you know, life would be meaningless. And I really need to go get them food, so I need to go. Alex, your shoutouts.
0: Yeah, I think Ashley and I are going to start to watch Kenobi tonight, so we got to get out of here as much as I'd love to talk more Turtles. Um, a shout-out to the fans. The the fuel to the fire is Trophy Horse, our lovely community. Thank you all for continuing to push us forward and you know interacting with however you do. you you The backbone, the heartbeat, that's you all, so uh, no Trophy Horse without you all, so big old pat on the back to you all. Uh, shout-out to Yield, who's enjoying the pay-per-view with some friends. Shout-out to Tricky. Who's editing the show this week? Thank God, so I can get finish up the platinum and Ko Kangaroo. Uh, a big shout out to my awesome and lovely girlfriend Ashley. We have done a lot of Pokemon Going this weekend. It's Pokemon Go Fest. We went out the last two days for hours and played Pokemon Go. So she was a trooper for trooper about it. She, you know, uh, I love you, honey. Thank you very much for for letting me play catch my Pokemon's and and also playing alongside me and and not complaining at all. Uh, so I love you, hun. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be of my shout-outs.
1: And I'm going to forego my traditional uh, shout-outs and just give a shout-out to Bella, who was absolutely the best dog I've ever had and could not – I've gotten through the past five years of my life through all the heartache and everything without her by my side. So she's going to be my only shout-out this week.
0: Can, uh, so, Tricky, can I say one? Just, I am very sad that I never got to meet Bella. That Gee. That is – because I'm sure that I would have loved Bella – um, it, I'm I'm very sad that I did not get to beat Bella. Uh
1: and I will tell you this and I, I I did not uh really publicize this, but in the post uh I don't know if anybody realized uh there's actually a professional picture of Bella standing next to somebody and that person is uh, Mario Cantone and that picture was done before I actually got her. That was a promotional uh picture done by the adoption agency to help promote adoption for the dogs. Um so uh recently and i'll, I'll keep this quick because i know joe you have to get some food for your family yeah dude i'm getting uh, uh, i'm getting the death text right now so um i i will say that just recently i found that photo again and i tweeted it out to uh mario Cantone to see if he remembered and he actually reached out the same day bella died and uh said that he remembered and you know we had a conversation so uh Again, you know what, I I said my only shout out was gonna be to Bella, but my sh- shout out to Mary Cantone who spent uh, a good half hour, forty five minutes, uh talking to me on Twitter DMs, uh, you know, saying that how sorry he was that I lost Bella and that uh it was a shame that he never got to see her again. She was she was absolutely the best dog that I've ever had. Um so. Alright, until next week. Happy trophy hunting. Later. Peace guys.